iHeart Media Complex on WTKS FM HD One, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeart Radio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking, critically acclaimed, and now the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's Scott Maxwell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's ish edition of The Phillips File. This one for a Thursday as we close out the month of May and head into the, well, the sweaty 90 degrees days that'll probably last until Christmas here in Central Florida. <laughs> Your normal host, the or patriarch of Orlando Radio, the Commodore himself, Jim Phillips, is out today. So I am Scott Maxwell, columnist of the Orlando Sentinel, filling in now usually... I'll call in for about 20 minutes once a week, but they forgot to lock the door, so I'm going to be with you all day until 7 today to talk about everything that is going on in the weird, wild, wonderful state we live in. And when I say weird, I mean it. Did you guys see that just yesterday there was a woman arrested, I think it was up in St. John's County, for possession of crystal meth? Her name yes, was did. Crystal Meth. Then. <laughs> that, Doomed from the start. That's right. You're asking for it. But these things don't happen in the old state, and that is why we love Florida. But we're here to talk about what's going on in the town, what's going on in everyone's life. And fortunately, I have the best cast of radio folks in all of Orlando to help get me through the day. To my right, right up. I got to tell you, she's right near me. I kind of hey. like that hey. in our own little room over here. Oh. We have the goddess of Orlando's news, not to mention Orlando's very own Miss Manners. If you have a question about proper <laughs> etiquette, just ask her or don't. Oh, don't. Yeah, she'll, she'll she's going to tell you. Hell yeah. Oh, she'll be right no, there. That's cold. That uh, is the lovely Miss Moira. Thank you very much. Learn I'm glad you're I, here, Scott. Thank you. cut my meat. Yeah, that's yeah, wrong. That's so wrong. <laughs> Over on the phone boards, taking your calls and helping Big Daddy deliver the news, we have everybody's favorite millennial, Pinkman. Yay! Hi. And Pinkman, you were only like an hour late today, I hear. Very impressive, right? That's pretty good. He's impressive. Yeah, that, uh, you know, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I'll give myself a five-star review for that one. Good for you. Nice. Is that out of what? 43? Out of uh, it's five. out of six. Six. Sorry. <laughs> a six star. That's an interesting system. The six star system. I like yeah. even numbers. And of course, we have the guy who keeps the whole show on track. A guy who apparently snuck into management one day when there was a fire drill and everyone else fled the building. Yep. The program director himself, Jack Bradshaw. Greetings. How are you, Jack? I'm doing well today. Thank you very much for coming in today, Scott, on this the on the day Dreary with the weather we expected over the weekend. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Well, everybody had like lined up twenty four hours of like Netflix to yes, watch. Yeah. Yes, and then it's a beautiful day. I totally did. I'm binge watching a whole bunch of different shows and even bought extra snacks for the weekend. Ah. But <laughs> and now I still ate the snacks and I didn't go anywhere. But you know, yeah, it was still a gray day. You still had an excuse to sit around and do nothing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. So we we do have drizzle out there. Uh, we have a fun show for you today. We have Pat Clark, who's going to call in at 435. He's going to give us the latest on the Magic's new coach. If you know his name, you're ahead of a lot of folks and everything else sports-related in this town at 545. Jim Colbert is coming in, and i got to tell you guys, I may have to apologize to him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what'd you do? He was at an event, and I think I had a drinky-poo or too many or something, and I just oh. bot I botched his name when I introduced him. He said oh. Dirty Jim. No, I didn't say Dirty Jim. 
Colbert? Did you say yeah, Jim I Colbert? Did Colbert? You did? <laughs> I did do Colbert. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's unusual? He didn't say anything. Right. We went out afterwards, and I thought he's going to say something, and he didn't. So maybe he wasn't even paying attention. You know something? Up until a decade ago, I think anywhere that would have been Colbert without question. Mm -hmm. However, due to Stephen Colbert, when you say Alexa, Mm -hmm. uh, like I'll say, you know, Alexa, you know, play the, the Jim Colbert show, she'll say, Playing the Jim Colbert show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. <laughs> yeah, but I should know. I mean, I do know better. It's just I had yeah, a know lesson. It was, a, <laughs> uh, it was free food. We were giving them from the Sentinel. And we, and we don't give away anything for free. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. We've also got closest to the pin at 4, 515, Jack's Audio Files, Moe's News, So You Want to Win a. And what is always a highlight of the week's end at the Phillips File, a visit from Eddie the Showman. Yeah. Who I should say I love but who also makes me a little anxious. Yes. <laughs> he he should make you the opposite. What should Stress he? Stress-free. Well, he does he by the end, anxious. but at first he's he's really he's really there. He's high energy. Yeah, that's true. And he cl- sucks the air out of the room, we always say. And close. He stands close to he you. He is. Yeah, he's he right there in your space. And... But I love I love Eddie. In fact, I have a little treat. I uh have one of Eddie's shirts that I wore proudly to my son's soccer tournament. Oh. Yes. And you took a picture I with your tie dye. I, I will. Sh- I will share that uh, nice. later with everyone to see. And my son likes it when I wear a shirt like that to his. He's a teenager. <laughs> he when you really stand to? out, yeah, stand on the uh, <laughs> in a tie dye. Yeah. Every other dad's, you know, got a baseball cap and a sports jersey, and I got Eddie the Shaw Man, peace, love, and happiness. And shirt on. here's some audio from right. Scott on the sideline at his son's soccer match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, just a game. I Scott. have a feeling will not be the last time you hear that. And just I think to, you should explain to people who don't yeah, know what to that remind America. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> I uh, I like to fashion myself as somebody who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But some for some reason, when we start to play these games, yes. I fall completely apart. Oh well, that was true that day. I, and this was we were playing Fritz on the street, and yeah. that is a game that we compete against each other. And, and you, you have to s- yell out your name. Yell out your name. I cannot do it. And you had a real hard time remembering it. And this was. Scott Maxwell trying to say Scott before the rest of really us. fast. <laughs> oh my! I don't hear any of the letters. No, nope. in Scott, nope. in what you did here. No. <laughs> it might have but, been he was thinking of the answer. One time you yelled out the answer, or you yelled out my name or somebody else's name in an effort to get in on the game. But one time I blurted out my name is Snot. Yeah, I just true. screamed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you yelled my name one time. Jack, you yelled one time, too. <laughs> I'm yeah. used to hearing that from you. I get, I get very excited, and uh, I, I admit it's a weakness. So anyway, <laughs> Eddie will be here, and of course, we'd love to hear from you guys today. You can text us on Real Radio, excuse me, Real Mobile, 77031, uh, toll-free, 888-978-1041, and right here in Orlando, 407-916-1041. In case you didn't hear, Jim is at the doctor, but... Nothing, nothing crucial from what I understand. Oh, no, no, no. Test, no. Just testing. a checkup. This is like check a 15,000 mile. But Moira was adamant about making sure he brought his underwear. Yeah, Bring he? a toothbrush, clean underwear. They could send you right to the hospital, and you have to have supplies with you. Well, don't don't you figure he's wearing clean underwear? Well, I don't know what's <laughs> happening over there. But... I got to figure Jim's hygiene's Like, if we were ranking them, I know Pinkman's at the bottom. How dare oh, you? Oh, incorrect. No, you are absolutely no. mistaken. He is the most neurotic hand washer you have ever known in your life. Thank Pinky? you. Pinky? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is I that? Think, uh, you His know, mother was a yes. teacher and made him neurotic. Nurture versus nature, am I right? However, I don't mm-hmm. see him as the kind of guy to do laundry on the reg. 
I'm you know, uh, yeah, that's so that's because I have a lady at home that does. Oh, oh no, 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 that's my she excuse. obviously <laughs> doesn't listen in the three o'clock hour. She, uh, she might be. I have a feeling <laughs> you're more likely to wear clothes repeatedly, yeah, b- between washing. Well, yeah. that is true, not underwear, though. All right. Well, we we enough wish... about that. Jim is going to be fine. He's He'll be, be back on Monday. Fifteen thousand mile check. But right, I tell you, suddenly that... we're talking about Pinkman's underwear. That yeah, reminds yeah, me. Yeah. I went to the doctor today, but not for myself. It was my son had a wisdom tooth pre-op consultation. Oh, very Ooh. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to get those out. Oh my God! I still remember when I, I had mine done. Uh, I have mine. I think they knock people out as they should now. Uh huh. Oh, I was. They out. didn't knock me out. When they did it, they, Novocaine? No, a little, a little laughing gas. But oh. I was looking at him through the hole. I remember. I'm not kidding you. I remember. The noise of it. Not the noise. He put. He was trying to. They basically use pliers. Correct. Because it's not. It's not a sophisticated process. No, they got to dig down. They got to use pliers to get out. Yeah. He had to put his foot on my chest. Stop it. You're oh lying. yeah, he, I am absolutely not. I said. Was this a North Carolina dentist? <laughs> yes, it wasn't. Oh, that. Oh no. Okay. Feels good. That's that's it. Uh, but anyway. So we're, See, in most civilized places, they don't put their foot on your chest and, you know, oh, yeah. pop, pop it out. It. No. He did. He had to brace yeah. himself. It was like he was, you know, getting a tent stake out of the, uh, <laughs> out of after the a camping trip. Oh, did no. they know you could see him? Like, oh, yeah. I'm looking oh, at him. Well, okay. like, it's like a horror movie, like in Misery, when James <laughs> Conn's laying there yeah. and she's about to break his ankles. Yeah, no, I'm watching it uh, all. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, jeez. I didn't even know James Conn was in that movie. Uh, sorry oh, about points. that. I think he got an image uh, Oscar. Anyway, so, so I'm you go to the doctor there. for yeah. your son, your and, dentist, and you have yeah. to fill out the form. Of course, this is the pre-op, and this is everything. And what I call this, Mo, is this is the moment where I realize I am just a crap dad. No, what? I know nothing. It oh. says, "Who's your son's dentist?" I don't know. Who's his pediatrician? I don't know. Social security number, Mo. If you spotted me eight of the nine numbers, I couldn't get the last one. <laughs> I'm texting my wife Wait, every other question you to try to think of the name of their dentist. Isn't oh. it your dentist? No, I I got out the little GPS to try to uh, find where I thought it might generally be, and then I just type in, I, I write like, pediatric dentistry? Dr. Toothstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you, it's you couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I, no, I text. I had to oh. end up texting. She's at work. I'm texting you her every- You text her about the dentist. You text her about the pediatrician. Now that you should have known. I knew where it was. Yeah. I didn't oh. know. Thank you, Jack. Well, yeah, this is what I was wondering. Do you know this stuff? There's some of it, like, but uh, no. Yeah, I, I so certain things I know. I don't remember their social security number offhand, but I know where to look it up. Where my wife would come to me for that information, but she was the one who was taking them to the pediatrician. I know the dentist because we share the same dentist. Uh, but but I, I mean, I remember the name of the facility. I think it's pediatrics in the name. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> what I decided. Uh, and, uh-huh. and the woman behind the desk is, uh, sir. We're going to need a little something more than pediatric. Yeah. Uh, I, just, me. Go with Acme Pediatrics. So, <laughs> after your you sent your wife one text about information about your offspring, and then two texts, and then now four texts. Oh, at least no, like five before uh, it's over with. And Jack, you said you at least know where to look to get this information. Yeah, I have told my children this. This is not a joke. At the dinner table, I have told them if your mother ever dies, we will just slowly lose our utilities. One at a time. <laughs> I have no clue how to pay any of them. What? Yeah. I don't know where the bills go. I don't know where the checkbook is. Oh, my. It'll just be sad. You are yeah. sounding more and more pathetic as you go on. Yes. I know. Yeah. Well, we, great. We, I, I think, <laughs> Mo, you've said before that we have we divvy up our duties in life. That's yeah. correct. 
and basically everything that she involves does the family everything. Yeah, is and hers. You, you just sit there and eat, uh, drop the remote on the floor? I do every, every <laughs> now and again. And leave your socks helter-skelter. I, I don't imagine you let much of that go to the other person in the household and mow. No. No, but I will no say this No one puts baby about, in the corner. Yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I have always been, you know, sort of neurotic about um, bill paying and stuff. So I always did that when, you know, my kids were little and on all that. Um, now that I have remarried, you know, we, and we, I, we, I had this whole conversation. You know, many people have uh, merged their money, right? Right. You know, one checking account. Yeah. Um, in our case, because we came to find each other later in life or whatever, he has his stuff. I have my stuff. We don't have merged stuff. So I do indeed take care of my own money. Oh, you still have to. Yeah. Ours is all together. And I swear she could clean it out and head to the Caymans tonight. And I would be at you that. You wouldn't even know the password be, you know to get into the. that little exit ramp on Lee Road yes. off of I-4? That's where I'd be standing. Oh. Panhandling. Oh. I'd, I'd give you a dollar. Thank you, Jack. It's I against... wouldn't. Oh. You look scary. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I'd send one of those downtown ambassadors after oh, you. Oh, that's so <laughs> stupid. Oh. All right, we will be back to talk more about the ambassadors, everything else going on in the world. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Okay, well, maybe you can sing it then. What? Your magic twanger, Froggy! And in case you couldn't tell, Jim's not here today. Thanks. Thanks, Pete. Oh, you know what? Yeah. There it is. There, there we are. We technical difficulties. Yeah, our millennial was late today. That was yeah. Our since that went so well, I'm going to say this is Mike Bianchi filling in <laughs> for Jim Phillips <laughs> oh, today, and Hold now here. What? <laughs> it's Scott Maxwell here with the news, Miss Moira. Oh boy, tomorrow is the big day. Tomorrow is hurricane season, and I'm going to start off with some hurricane stuff, and then I'll go All to right. a crime block. All right, just so you can have an idea of how this is going. We'll start with weather. And right. then I'll go to crime. Are you live? Are you out on the scene? I'm on. With the well, no, but I could be, and I'm. I'm afraid starting tomorrow, right. we are going to really have to focus on the weather. They have updated the 2018 Atlantic hurricane season from those people in Colorado. That landlocked University of Colorado State issues a hurricane forecast, and this time it is good news for Florida. The revised prediction is for an average season. They have picked 14 named storms. Right. Of those, six of them are hurricanes, and of those, two of them are major hurricanes of Category 3 or stronger. Let me tell so you, it's 14, then 6, then 2. Let me tell you, I, it's interesting because I've studied a little bit about this, and the way that they do this is they take a box of marbles and <laughs> throw it onto a driveway. <laughs> I mean, come on, the science that's, in this thing. I know. Is, it's that's Dr. I know. Gray, I believe it is. And it used back. to be. Yeah, I don't know if it's still. Now. That's a hurricane. Oh, I, I hear think. the marbles. I thought that was marbles. I'm not uh, sure exactly. You're reporting what... live from the storm. Uh huh. You know, a couple of guys got killed doing that last. With yesterday. marbles? Yes. But we still keep sending them out, and it's weather. Yeah. yeah.
Mazel tov. Yeah, holding on to the... You're not going to believe it, but people are actually coming out in these weather conditions. And yeah, they're holding on to like a trash can. Standing here live. There we are. Uh, KABC News. I will always remember Al Roker standing on the balcony of a hotel. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's holding on to the railing, and the wind came gusting up, and, and he laid, he did that, totally on his took. And it was terrible. Those are funny. It was funny. But anyway, after weathering hurricanes, Matthew and Irma, the last couple of years, more Floridians, thank goodness, are making plans for this hurricane season. Um, AAA indicates 81% of the state residents in Florida are getting ready ahead of time. Nah. Which is up from 23% a couple of years back. Now, here's what they recommend. And in the paper this morning, there was a hurricane preparedness section uh-huh. in, in your lovely paper yeah, from I'm our sh- fair city. It was uh, spectacular, I'm sure. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get batteries. Dude. AAA recommends having, I'll tell you what they have, a storm kit with batteries and flashlights. And I always put Sterno in there. But anyway, an evacuation plan, proper insurance coverage, including flood insurance, and know where your papers are. Let me you would you, be in trouble because you don't know where any papers no, are. No, I will tell you, we have a very uh, concise storm plan. It involves always having a reservation down at near the airport. <laughs> that's and that's good. where we're eating at Red Robin that's, every day. That's very nice. Now, Yum. FEMA. It involves doing what my wife tells me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> FEMA is announcing nearly $5 million in additional grants to reimburse Florida communities for the recovery efforts, believe it or not, from last hurricane season. Putnam County is getting $2.3 million. The Central Florida Electric Co-op will get a $1.5 million for replacing all the electrical poles and lines and whatnot uh, in about five, six, seven counties in central to north central Florida. And in Nassau County, also, again, Jacksonville-ish, you know, up in the northeast corner, will get more than $1 million for repairs to street culverts or sewers, you know, whatever. So the money is still coming in from last year, and tomorrow starts the thing all over again. Sounds like a big government bailout to me. Ah, yeah, yeah. You have to help people. You can't just leave them floundering. Yeah, what are yeah. these people paying electric bills for all these years? Yeah, electric bills. Yeah. And then they don't have electric. They turn it on. There's no electricity. What? During a storm, that's the first thing to go. I was out for a week. No, you were. Yeah. Okay. That's too bad. Yeah. We're about Did you get 20 your minutes. FEMA money? <laughs> no, I think you have to be out for eight days. But Did I wouldn't have, take no, it anyway. Your food didn't. Oh no, go it bad. was all gone. Oh, it was all gone. Actually, that's one of the oh. things my wife and I debate over. What? Hers hers is when in doubt, throw it out. I say, if it's there, put it in your face. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't rhyme at all. <laughs> uh, seriously. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I interrupted No, you. No, it's fine. No, we'll move on to crime, shall yeah. we? Sure. Uh, yeah. The Sanford. Oh, sorry. Whoop, Sanford. Oh, bah, bah, bah. It's not breaking news, but anyway. Sanford police had a chance to be a star. They chose not to do it. Lame. Oh. There was a proposal on the table for the Sanford Police Department to be part of this TV show on A&E called Live PD, which is police department, right? They go to all what? these different cities, right? And then the, <laughs> they were supposed to have this TV crew follow right. them on nighttime patrol. Uh, but the mayor, friend of the file, Jeff Triplett. Nice guy. Yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. Said the city's going to look like a bunch of rubes, so we're not doing that. Uh, the, but the police chief said, I think that we look pretty impressive. It'll show the whole community, the whole nation, how we in Sanford police uh, operate out there on the street. But Mayor, Mayor Triplett said, I don't think so. Let me tell you why and, I think they're yeah. both right. Uh, first of all, I like that the police chief has enough confidence in his force to say, bring on the cameras. Come on, right? Yeah, so, Come so, on. And, and I will tell you, they were one of the first departments in Central Florida to get cameras on all their officers, uh-huh. unlike those Winter Yahoos, Park people yeah. who still mm-hmm. don't have them mm-hmm. over there, but I kind of agree with the mayor because I think I think Dirty Jim and uh, 
Jim and uh, Mr. Phillips were talking about it last week. If you're doing this national program and everybody all of a sudden goes, Sanford. But where do I hear where, where Sanford? The only oh, thing you know about right. Sanford is they have enough crime to make an entire TV show. Or around. they remember right. Trayvon but, Martin. Yeah. That's what it might things. be. So, But I, I like so, the yeah. Chief's chutzpah, but I don't blame Oh, him. look and, at you using we, Yiddish context. And we talked to Mayor Triplett on the air about it. And yeah. his concern was, you know, if something goes wrong, that's national coverage of something going wrong. And, that's, and I was kind of agreeing, never seeing the show. Since then, I started watching Live PD. How is it? I really like this See? show. It, it's and I think the cops come out looking good. Absolutely. I think you have more of an appreciation yeah. of the difficulty of their job, Absolutely. the danger of their job. Mm-hmm. And you talk about you know we believe in having uh, these cameras, uh, uh, the the personal cameras on mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean, this is a, an enhanced form of that. Absolutely, right? where you you see everything happening. Right. And it's just and but, I I agree with yeah. you. I I used to get sort of fascinated with uh, they had Vegas PD. And my God, there's no city that deals with more numbskull chuckleheads. Uh, yeah, drunk and, and, and you on got, bachelor parties. Exactly. Whatever, and you yeah. get to see mm-hmm. the, how the cops are pretty good at holding it together and keeping them. A lot of time protecting the doofuses from themselves. <laughs> That's so. true. Uh, now, let's talk more crime, more police stories. Uh, Markeith Lloyd, you may right. know that name mm-hmm. because he, this creep uh, who faces the death penalty for killing his, ex, his pregnant ex-girlfriend and killing an Orlando police officer... Goes into court today, I think maybe yesterday, and asks the judge to fire his court-appointed lawyers. He says that he has had a very adversarial relationship with them because they never gave him, you know, sought medical treatment for him when they, you know, they they kicked his eye in, right? And he said, my lawyers never even went to bat for me on this, and they have not investigated certain evidence that he suggested they look into. So he's annoyed with his lawyers, so even though they're court-appointed, he says, I want somebody new. And the Judge said, uh, well, we'll consider that, Mr. Lloyd, yeah. but we won't talk about that till next week. They're going to talk about it Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Well, I wish they had done anything to even give him something to gripe about. But, Mr. Lloyd, you're not getting a whole lot of sympathy from anybody no, in Central really. Florida. So uh, we're going to come back yeah. to the rest of the crime oh. news right on the other side of okay. this. You are listening to The Phillips File on WTKS 104.1. If you want to know what's going on, you need to listen to Moira. Here's the rest of the news. Oh, I love SpaceX blastoffs. And they were supposed to have one Friday night overnight. I don't know why I love these blastoffs, but I, you know why I like them? You, I know. You've told us. You think he's hot. Elon Musk, smart people, very hot to me. Okay? So, which we just talked about during the break. We did. Okay. got a little stuffy. So, yeah, okay. So, when, when these when Elon Musk blasts off these SpaceX things, you know how it works, right? They The, the, the top section. We all know goes, how they work. And it comes no. back down. Wait. And he lands it on an X. You know, it's like fat. How anyway, do they do that? I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. I'm it's, not it's that smart. It's voodoo, but probably. All I'm telling you is... Don't worry. You're not going to miss it. It's not going on Friday after all. It's not going until Monday. Thank God. They, oh, sh- He tweeted me personally. Te- oh, maybe other oh. people too. At 10 o'clock this morning to say that they are not running this thing Friday morning. They've got to do tests on that second stage thing that lands on its feet like this way up straight but up. But you and can't down. see that unless you're right there, right? I mean, I no. can't. Oh, uh-uh. Oh, oh, oh. SpaceX.com, not for nothing, but I just, I, I am riveted to the guy. I don't know what it is. Whew. All right, be let's careful t- if you come to town, Elon. Whew. Things seem to be under control now at Orlando International Airport. What happened? There was some stinky smell. People respond, well, on the Frontier Airlines jet yeah, that well. was arriving from Las Vegas. Uh, a that passenger told the TV station who was out there, 
although there probably was somebody from the newspaper there also. Uh, About a half an hour prior to landing, the Frontier personnel noticed and announced over the intercom on the plane that there was some funky smell detected in the rear of the aircraft and all passengers should fasten their seatbelts and prepare for a rough landing. Now, where is the restroom on a flight? It's in the rear of the aircraft. They got some funky smell coming from the back of the plane. Yeah. Okay, I immediately thought there's been some clog in the in the in the bathroom in the back, but they said no. It smelled like electrical burning or rubber burning or. Mic- it can't be a clog. It's just a little flap. I mean, if you're clogging up that thing, you got some plumbing issues. I, I understand. <laughs> the flight had 172 people on it. They landed safely at OIA. No one required medical attention. It's all good. Uh, thank but goodness. boy, oh boy, was that a scare this morning. Crisis averted. Effort to remove an invasive species of snake from the Everglades National Park are expanding. You know they're. They they put out a call for people. They don't know what to do with those The Burmese pythons. (laughs) Now, they're not indigenous, but somebody flushed one down a toilet, right? And it ended up in the Everglades. (laughs) Or they took it out there and winged it out the window. So now they have just reproduced, reproduced. They they think there are maybe hundreds of thousands of these Burmese pythons in the Everglades. And they have uh, like a, a snake shooting period where they ask people to go capture them. But now they are going to triple the amount of participants in the park, in Everglades National Park, from 40 to 120. And they will be permitted to use firearms oh, that's gonna to work shoot out well. at them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was so a So three st- times as many people and heavier artillery. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. I got to tell you, I took oh. my uh, family down to the Everglades National Park, down to Shark Valley a few years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the things the rangers told us, is that since the Pime, uh, the Burmese pythons have come around, yes. they hadn't seen a rabbit in two years. Mm-hmm. What? That, that's that's what happens that's correct. when you throw one thing story. off the rest of it and they just, they're gone. That's true. Used to be dozens of rabbits and yeah. now none. Well, maybe even more than dozens. I mean, well, at least two. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe more. You know what they, those rabbits do, too? Uh, they but, really reproduce. They, real fast. Uh-huh. Patrons of a Miami Beach Burger King will be among the few who can celebrate National Donut Day tomorrow with a Whopper Donut. Tomorrow is, I was going to tell you the okay. thing. Uh, you know what? Let me, let me just What are they going to do? Put a hole in it? Yes, they are. <laughs> the, the Burger so King restaurant burger. is only one of five in the country serving the one-day delicacy. It's basically a Whopper with the middle of the burger cut out and a donut hole served on the side. Other Burger Wait. Kings, yeah, they're putting a donut uh. in the Whopper. Or they're cutting out a hole. You can put it in yourself. They're giving it to you on the side. Plop I don't want to do any work. Just give me a yeah, sandwich. Put- oh, my God. God, my son got one of those once. One Whopper? Those, well, not that Burger King, but one of those hot dog burgers. What does that mean? What, what I mean, hot dog burger. It's a hot it's dog a, burger. It's, it's a. They take a glazed donut. They cut it long ways oh. along the thing. Yes. They toast it, and they use that as the as bun. As the bun. Oh. That's not Burger King. That's a different. That's bun. a donut burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You what said a say? hot dog burger. Oh my God! Mm. Sorry, I'm a dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about food. <laughs> well. You're not a dummy. No, 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 right no, no. Today, yeah, yeah, yeah. May thirty first. And today is uh, Macaroon Day. Eh. Yeah. They yeah. can believe it. Macaroon, yeah. coconut, those coconut I like cookies. Yeah, those well, that's macaroon. They're coconut. okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Macaroons are good time. Tomorrow, I mentioned Donut Day. It's also Hazelnut Cake Day. That's Friday. Mm. Mm. Is but, there something that won't give me diabetes? No. Uh, Saturday <laughs> is one of the best days ever. Pizza. If, you, if you're a big oh, fan. Uh, buffalo wings. Rocky oh, Road ice one. cream. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Uh, See? That's Rocky good. Road. Rocky Road. No. Take what do you want? That's a, uh, that would be it's the country road. It would be Rocky Road. Would be the one I take right before pistachio. Mm, oh, no you don't like it? it. What about, how about it. cookie dough? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I like cookie, 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 cookie dough. dough. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Now okay. they have ice cream cake ice cream. I bought that recently, last week. 
That doesn't sound it good at all. sounds redundant. Yeah, what the... Ice cream, you know what ice cream cake is? That sounds like is? having yes. cake-flavored cake. Right, but ice cream cake is the chocolate and the, the like the Carvel ice cream cake, and I get it for my birthday all yeah. the time. Chocolate, you got the vanilla, the but you got the crunchies. Yeah. They do that in a prior half gallon. Half gallon. Yes. To hear you talk about your Quart birthday, I would think the last one was your 11th. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> you got the crunchies on the ice cream every year. He insists that yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's his birthday, we all get a cake. And oh, it's so good. Celebrate in the office. The and he always gets mm -hmm. the ice cream. The Carvel cake. Cookie puss. Mm -hmm. what, they don't wait, have that what? anymore. <laughs> they don't have that anymore. And and finally, Sounds so that's dirty. Saturday is Rocky Road Day. And, and Sunday, the third, is National Egg Day. I get down with it. Always egg. a good time. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Is it any kind of egg? Egg. Yeah. yeah. Over yeah. easy? Cool. Fried Over eggs. Yeah. yeah. I like scrambled eggs. Hard boiled, poached, yeah, yeah, yeah. soft boiled. Egg salad. Scrambled. Egg salad. Oh, egg salad. Egg salad. Good one. Egg gumbo. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Here, I'm. this is, all right. If you're driving, listen to <laughs> this, because this is an important information. <laughs> okay. The new best thing I've ever found to put on egg salad is bacon salt. I don't even Ooh, know what that means. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bacon salt's awesome. What is bacon salt? Yes. Yeah, I don't know the what Casey's that means. bacon salt. Casey's bacon salt. Is that where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm -hmm. the one. Is that got the pig on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the best. That would be it's for the bacon. It's got a little happy pig, and I don't know why he's so happy because he's been made into a thing of bacon salt. But it's good. You can. I'll tell you what else you can put it on. Anything. You ever make avocado? Anything? Mm-hmm. Avocado my, toast. Put it right on there. My no, that's a millennial that. thing. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. My daughter does that. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that instead of buying a house. Wait. So. <laughs> I when, know. That's when, true. When's bacon salt day, Mo? There's no bacon salt day. It's well, I got to tell you, that's a damn national travesty. All right, well, it's egg day on Sunday, just saying. All right. Sunrail is testing trains this week, Scott, in preparation for expanding service down into Osceola County. Ooh. It's a new 17-mile stretch of Sunrail connecting, you know, to a bunch of different stops down to Point Siena. The four new train stations will open at the end of July, but this weekend they're testing. You know what that means? Uh-uh. That means that you Jim, take another Jim and I got to take another day date. Because we did it all the way north. So where it uh, Did ended you start to Winter Park and Winter go Park. up to Deland or yeah, Debarry? Debarry, right? Yeah. right yeah. yeah. And then came, but we, we didn't go down south, so. No, you have to go now down to Sand Lake, but they're going to, next month, they're going to go all the way down to Point Siena. Just a couple of hobos riding the rails. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the Teachers Union uh, in Florida has come out with a report card for members of the Florida legislature. Scott and most of them are getting failing grades. <laughs> so you could just get a big you suck stamp and put it <laughs> all over the city. The president of the Florida Education Association looked at 20 different bills over the last two years, measuring support for public education, support for educators, and 88 lawmakers, all of them, mind you, Republicans, received a big fat F. Joanne McCall, the president of the FEA, says they're undermining public education by sending tax dollars to private schools and are trying to decertify the teachers' union. So none of them get high marks or thumbs up from the teachers' there union. There is a reason that we have a teacher shortage in this state, and it is because legislators Terrible. in particular treat them like dirt. Mm -hmm. They don't pay them enough. They talk about them poorly. Uh, they trash them. And, and they try to target them every way they can. They filed a big union-busting bill this past session. Oh, uh, and and you would and, and the idea was to make it harder for them to get together and organize, which, by the way, they don't even have hardly any power in the state anyway, yeah. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. they decided to exempt 
every union in the state except for the teachers union. See? So the, the <laughs> bill just them, goes after the teachers they union. Give them a after big, all, a big screw you. Yeah, I mean it's so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there's there's I'm, a reason, and and then they send the money to the voucher schools and the charter schools. And if you wanted to compete on an even standing, that'd be one thing. But, but no, they don't judge them the same way. It's all these rules and regulations for the public school. You maybe you get ninety days. That's an actual number. Some districts have ninety days of their school year interrupted by standardized testing. Right. Meanwhile. You can have a you can have a middle school dropout teaching a voucher school in Florida. Sure. So no no qualifications, no standards. Welcome to the no, Sunshine State. Yeah, swimmers have the all clear though to go back into the water at Daytona Beach. The Department of Health over in Volusia County lifted a swim advisory for that area. It was issued last weekend as a result of recent water sampling that showed elevated bacteria levels. But the health department says they took some samples earlier this week, and it looks like it's okay in the it's, ocean. Yeah, it's nasty. Yes. At Daytona Beach. I don't think that's whale poo. I don't know. Uh, it's probably people poo. I don't even yeah. know. It makes me... Na- Ugh. 41 mm. of a record-setting 516 Scripps National Spelling Bee competitors are moving on to the final round. It is. It began this morning. It will be aired on ESPN2 at 8.30 tonight. I love the Scripps Howard Spelling Bee. I don't know why. Again, it's a smart thing, I guess. I think those kids are super smart, or at least they can memorize stuff. The finalists were announced yesterday. They had two days of competition just south of Washington, D.C. So part one of the finals, I guess, began maybe this morning. But tonight, the televised part is aired on uh, ESPN 2, 830. So set your DVR for that. I'm going to be honest with you. Those kids kind of creep me out. They're super (laughs) smart. And I'm I'm convinced, like, I'm going to say 92% of them are homeschooled. That's good, too, isn't it? Eh. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I don't know anything about their homeschooling, but I do know that I th- these kids get a scholarship and they get a little trophy, and it's very nice. That's good. They're I just mean, too smart. They're too smart for you. A little bit at that mm-hmm. age. Yeah, agreed. They spell words. I don't mm. even know what they we- I don't even know what they mean. No, nobody does. Or ween. Or ween. I don't know what they ween. Yeah, Mm-mm. good band. Uh, the Warriors. <laughs> you take- can't say them much less spell. No, that's right. <laughs> the Warriors take on the Cavs also tonight. I guess you could watch basketball, like, uh, 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 or you could watch spelling bee. Uh, it's, wait, what's wrong with basketball? Basketball. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh well, we're dumb oh, for watching me. basketball. No, it's fine. Whatever, nerd. Sports. I know. I, you know what? I'm tired of being. Fed. Let me know when one of these kids can dunk on LeBron. <laughs> it's the fourth year in a row. The Warriors and Cleveland have reached the finals. Golden State won the title a couple of years, as you know. W a r r i o r s. Warriors. Ding ding. Good for you. Uh, I think I wasn't really paying attention. What did you say? do? It again. Uh, you got it right. Thank okay. You. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders is calling on the Turner Broadcasting Channel, TBS, to take action against comedian Samantha Bee for what they say was a crude joke. They're criticizing Samantha Bee. They haven't said one word about Roseanne, mind you, but they really don't like Samantha Bee. She made an obscene remark, according to Sarah Sanders, about Ivanka Trump. And God knows we don't want to say anything about the daughter of the president, Ivanka Trump. Well, she called her the C word. Oh, that oh, is bad. Yeah. Oh, we that's don't horrible. That. And she's now apologized. Okay. For it. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's true. That's the second half of this thing. What are you saying? The uh, C word, for I, Samantha. That's not ever good. No. Mm-mm. That's just sort of like Roseanne. In, anytime you in. use the word "Planet of the Apes," unless you're actually talking about the movie, yeah, generally a bad idea. If not going to work out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think she was trying to uh, say that the daughter, Ivanka, doesn't stand up to her father on immigration policies when she used the insult. And now she says, you're right. Bad work. Not good. Everybody, you know, but 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders went on and on about how horrible Samantha B was for her obscene. How about this? Maybe uh, we can all agree on this, that uh, Samantha B probably made a bad choice there. I'd say otherwise. Indeed. Maybe that lesson of uh, morality shouldn't be delivered by the White House. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fans who binge watch Netflix stuff. Listen up, Jackie. If you binge watch, Netflix, if you binge watch Netflix yeah. stuff, you can experience your favorite shows in a new way. Netflix will Injection. be opening up a free pop-up. What? Yeah, they're 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 doing a free pop-up. What does that, that mean? mean? Well, I'll, I will tell you what it means. <laughs> they're starting with it in L.A. It's called Because You Watched Exhibit. Features prop sets, costumes, and more from Netflix originals, including Stranger Things, The Crown, Glow, and Ozark. Visitors will be able to score exclusive Netflix merchandise. Based on their favorite shows and characters, it's like a pop-up store, I guess. Let me tell you something about why Netflix is popular. It is popular because people can lay in their beds with half a box of Cap'n Crunch in their underwear watching it. These people don't want to go downtown to some pop-up thing. Nah, probably not. Mm. Maybe Jack does. And the, no, I don't. And the reason, mm. and the reason, reason. The reason. <laughs> that you get caught binge watching is because they make that damn next episode start so fast yeah, after the one click. you just finished. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're watching like on Xbox, the controller has already powered down because you've been watching a show for oh, 30 minutes. You can't stop it. No. And then it's going to start. So I got to turn the controller on and then stop it. Finally, I, I need an Apple TV. I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> the CEO of the music streaming service, let's move from Netflix video streaming to music streaming Spotify, yeah. says they could have done better when rolling out their hate speech policy. Damn right. Spotify's- I'm an iHeartRadio guy. <laughs> that, well, that's true. Yeah, they, amen. They made a mistake. They started a new policy earlier this month that bans music or artists that they judge to be hateful. The first artist to be impacted was R and B singer R Kelly, mm-hmm. who's entangled in all manner of sexual misconduct stuff. Yeah, he, and that was you know. some of that was right here in Polk County. That's right. That's exactly right. The Spotify CEO said the whole goal was to make sure there's no hate speech on the service, not to punish artists or to be the moral police. So yeah, they're trying tough, to tough they, line to watch. They did it very uh, clumsily as they rolled that thing out, but uh, that's that. And I think it's time for birthday. Oh, Scott. I like this. I like this a you lot. You get to play this game. I'd like it. I know. Happy, happy birthday. And you go first. No, oh, I'm very to excited. To Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, who I got to see in person, talk oh. to that empty chair. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I, oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah. uh, right. there in, uh, where was that? Tampa. Minnesota. Ta- was that Tampa? Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Tampa, Minnesota. Clint Eastwood <laughs> is Sounds like 76. <laughs> Faking. Uh, ooh, no. He's got to be 80 at least. No, he's no. got to be 88. Oh, yes, wow. 88. Yeah, I'll oh. take it. Jack knew. Oh, he knew it. Jack knew. You and knew went something. last. What? And went last. Oh, you went last. Yeah. All right, you can go first. And we talked about this person in the office today. Oh, boy. And I'm hoping you didn't look at the birthday. Brooke I'd... Shields. Uh, oh, I got a picture with her. I know. Oh, rescued a couple by weeks ago. Let's see. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, she lived in the town next to me in New Jersey. That's what uh, you said in the office. I think she's a year older than I am. Five. Maybe two. I'm going to go 52. I'm going to say 50. 51. Jack, 53. Damn it. And you know what she told me? Oh, what? That's not a big dog. Happy, happy birthday! What'd she tell you? No, I wonder she how was old she was. Oh. Oh. Or when you met her, she was 50? She said she had a birthday coming up, and I oh. asked which one, and apparently didn't listen. Oops. Uh, and finally, Jack, happy, happy birthday to the quarterback for the New York Jets. Well, way back when. Uh, Joe Namath. Please. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't name him now. No, I don't know who it is. Okay, Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Let's see. In 1969. Oh, this, is, this is for the sweep, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, 69. I'm doing the math. 31 on top of that. 31. That, that 49 uh, on top of that. So let's go 50 on what he was then. 82. 80. Oh, come on. 81. Scott, 75. Doesn't oh, work for me. 75. Happy birthday.
<laughs> hey, you got a point. Denied you the sweep. I'm happy. What'd for you get, you. Pinkman? Uh, what? Yeah, that's what, what I don't worry that's, about. You got big zero, about. and that's the lottie da. Rude. Just call me Moira. Thank you for all that, Moira. Sure. Moira, we will be <laughs> right. Ween, ween, ween. Isn't that what you called it? All right. This. Thank you for that, Jack. We will be right back. You're listening to the Phillips File on 104.1 FM. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again, you want me to sign a petition? It's a serious problem. To bring back Snickerdoodle Coffee Creamer. Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips, here's... Someone else. And welcome back to a Thursday edition of the Phillips File. We start hour two. I am Scott Maxwell of the Orlando Sentinel sitting in for Jim Phillips. And I'm pleased as punch to be here and glad you guys are listening. It is now time for closest to the pen. This is when Pinkman has to leave, right? Yes. yes. Pinkman, are you ready? What? I, you know what? I do not know. What's your record? I year? don't know. Oh, Pinkman's record is 41 wins and 36 losses. That is pretty good, but um, that's not as good as it was last year. Correct. It still counts towards my GPA favorably. <laughs> Does it? You got sort of like uh -huh. a 2.3 or something. You right don't now. know. All right, Pinkman. Fortunately, we have a competitor, a very worthy competitor, I am sure, and that is Jason. Mm -hmm. Am I bringing now, that? What Jason is playing for, do you know, Mr. Maxwell? Can you describe it? Is there, is, there is there a way I should be able to? I mean, I got a 20 in my wallet. How about, that, no, oh, you're talking about Moira can describe <laughs> no, what the prize is. The You Matter Business card. That's right. If you <laughs> defeat Pinkman, you get a You Matter Business yeah. card. Uh -huh. It's white on one side, red on the other, with a curly, squiggly heart design. And we will autograph it. You will have good luck for the rest of your life. But if you don't win, uh -oh. uh, bad luck for 24 hours beginning as soon as we end the game yeah, and yeah, I, do, yeah. I do have a question about that all right yeah. because d wasn't it originally you were cursing losers with a much longer period of bad luck no 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 mm -mm. okay no it was just 24 hours yes that's, that's it have you ever had any callers call back to confirm that they yes. did receive bad luck bad luck mm -hmm. like yes. my wife left me 10 minutes after you gave me the card. Oh, now you've had sad. some confirmation of some wow. uh, uh, spout bouts of bad luck yeah, so, yeah, yeah. whereas most game shows, you're just calling in and trying to win a prize. Yeah. Here, if you win, eh, it's not that much, but you can yeah. really screw yourself. You're risking Correct. something, but you're also in position to gain a lifetime of good luck. Oh, that is true. And have it's you heard better. any reports on that end? Every listener who wins <laughs> one uh -huh. gets good luck. So All right. happy. Well, Jason, you are the lucky guy who gets to compete for a lifetime of good luck. Mm -hmm. Am I pulling him up? Yeah. Oh, here. There you go. He's done. Done. How are you doing, Jason? You feeling confident? Uh, I'm fat. And, Scott, the last time I played this game, I lost to you by one point months ago. Mm -hmm. And now I, live in a, now I live in a cardboard box. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. So there's your bad luck. So, but it was only supposed to last 24 hours. It's poor Jason. Well, Still got a cell phone. Well, you, <laughs> I hope you got a few minutes of uh, battery power left. All right, well, Jason, I hope that you know your gay days information. How do you feel about that? Ooh, ooh, uh, oh, 50-50. Uh, all right, 
That's had a lot of people yeah. say before Gay Days weekend, and then yeah, they changed their mind. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All over. Yeah. Spend a little time down there. All right, if you are ready, Mo is going to keep tally. So the name of the category questions. Gay days? Of, oh, that's gay! Exclamation oh. point. These are questions about Gay Days from Danny, who's a good friend of the show and Yay. of mine down at Watermark. Thank you, Danny, for providing these. Jack's got the timer. You ready to go? I am ready. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Since 2009, RuPaul's Drag Race has dramatically increased the visibility of the drag circuit in the mainstream media. How many performers from season 10 will be featured at the Parliament House this weekend? Uh, Six. Out and proud, Orlando City Commissioner for District 4, Patty Sheehan was the first openly gay city commissioner, taking office in what year? Uh, 2012. Now an iconic symbol for the LGBTQ equal rights movement, artist Gilbert Baker created what is commonly known as the gay pride flag for a pride march in San Francisco. In what year did the rainbow flag debut? Uh, 1967. Watermark recently broke news that in 2019, Gay Days Incorporated will move their event, Gay Day Parties, away from the first Saturday in June to sometime in August. What year was the first Gay Day, also known as the Red Shirt Day, at Disney? 1994. It's not just a club, it's a resort. Originally opening in 1975, how many rooms, excluding the timeshare property, does the Parliament House have? 70. Taking advantage of the influx of LGBTQ tourists, Uber launched Orlando on Gay Days what weekend? Excuse me, the huh? weekend of what year? Oh. Uh, uh, Hoover. Uh, 19... Uh, 1940? Uh, uh, right. Uber, not Hoover. Uh, no. You know what? That We botched right. that one. I botched that one. Go ahead. Dude. Go we'll ahead. Get... We'll take time off. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Read it All right, right now. I'm, we're going to do this one again, Jason. We're going to take off 15 seconds. All right. Taking advantage okay. of the influx of LGBTQ tourists, Uber, the car service, launched in Orlando okay. on Gay Day's weekend of what year? Uh, 2013. If Anderson Cooper was a crow, how many miles would it be for him to fly from the CNN headquarters in Atlanta to the Parliament House in Orlando? Get it within 25 miles for the win. Uh, 220. Time. Okay. Oh, boy. Seven questions, right? Seven questions, Scott? It was seven seven questions, yes. It was a long seven questions. Painfully long. It was longer. Made longer by the way you read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to say. I think we had a little bit of a snag. Hang on, I think you're going to kill this category. What took so long? Don't you worry about it. I'm worried. Well, roll your dice, because he has an 18-second handicap, but he gets to roll two dice, and then whatever the number is, we take off of 18 seconds, and that is his time handicap for today. Did he notice you said 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. That, and it really is. Oh. We start at 18, and then we subtract what he rolls. Oh, but we got to get 15 first. Uh, 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 we, he doesn't yeah, need to he know does, that. He, yeah, we will. It's seven. That's an 11-second handicap. Don't worry. 7-11. We've already adjusted Jason's time. I'm oh, going to make it up and say, eh, let's go with the Yeah, let's see what the I, scores I are, and then we'll decide what Jason's time was. Yeah. How many questions is it? It is seven, seven questions. I don't like that number. The tata- category is That's Gay. These are questions about gay days <laughs> from our friend Danny at Water. Thanks, Danny. Ready to go, Pinky? Yes. Here we go in three, two, one. Since 2009, RuPaul's Drag Race has dramatically increased the visibility of the drag circuit in the mainstream media. How many performers from season 10 will be featured at the Parliament House this weekend? 
three. Out and proud, Orlando City Commissioner for District 4, Patty Sheehan, was the first openly gay city commissioner taking office in what year? 2007. Now an iconic symbol for the LGBTQ equal rights movement, artist Gilbert Baker created what is commonly known as the gay pride flag for a pride march in San Francisco. In what year did the rainbow flag debut? 1970. Watermark recently broke news that in 2019, Gay Days Inc. will move their event, Gay Day Parties, away from the first Saturday in June to sometime in August. What year was the first gay day, also known as Red Shirt Day, at Disney? Uh, 1999. It's not just a club, it's a resort. Originally opening in 1975, how many hotel rooms, excluding timeshare property, does the Parliament House have? Uh, 41. Taking advantage of the influx of LGBTQ tourists, Uber launched in Orlando on Gay Days weekend of what year? That would have been 2015. If Anderson Cooper was a crow, how many miles would it be for him to fly from the CNN headquarters in Atlanta to the Parliament House in Orlando? Get it within 25 miles for the win. 521. Time. Oh, okay. boy. Uh -huh. I don't know, man. What? Some of those questions had a lot of words. I know. Yeah. Like, does this guy have to keep talking? You know. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm this guy, and I feel the same way. <laughs> That's right. We don't have to worry about that for another year. Oh. Yes. For gay days or for me? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> Point. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We are going to, Jason, I hope you feel confident. We're going to go ahead and give you the answers now. All right. Since 2009, Drew Paul, let's just skip to this. Yeah. How many performers from season 10 will be at the Parliament House this weekend, Mo? Uh, Jason said six. Pinkman said three. Pinkman on the dot. No. Answer was three. three. I know my RuPaul, you know your baby. Yeah, or your drag queens. He's got his tickets. Patty Sheehan was the first openly elected gay commissioner elected in what year? Jason said 2012. Pinkman said 2007. The answer, 2000. Oh, wow. No Ooh. way. Oh, yeah. She's been there for a while. She and Buddy have both been there about whatever, how many years this That's is. That's 18. Pinkman <laughs> leads three nothing. <laughs> Hold on. For a while. Let's call it a while. Points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now an iconic symbol for the LGBTQ movement. Mm, you said, uh, what? Yeah, a gay pride flag was uh -huh. created in March in San Francisco in what year? Jason said 67. Oh. Pinky said 70. The answer? <gasps> 1978. Oh, 78. Oh, yeah. Four nothing. nothing. Yep. Oh. Watermark recently broke news that Gay Days is going to move. What was the first gay day back then known as Red Shirt Day at Disney? Jason said 94. Pinky said 99. The answer, 1991. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah, Jason's on, on the board. board. <laughs> <laughs> Parliament House. This one seemed to stump him. How many rooms, not including the timeshare property, does the Parliament House have? Jason said 70. Mm -hmm. Pinkman said 41. Answer, 112. Oh, Jason's, Jason's coming, coming back. Jason is coming back. Uber, oh. Hoover. The Uber Hoover service launched <laughs> Gay Day's ridiculous. weekend of what year? Mm -hmm. Jason said 2013. Originally, Pinkman, he said 1940. And we uh, didn't so know what that we, was. That was, okay. uh, yeah. He was confused because uh, he thought okay. it was a vacuum cleaner. I, that's that was, okay, Jason. Yeah. All right. So we, uh, he then, once he redid it, uh, he said 2013, and Pinkman said 2015. One of them is within one year, and it's both of them. It's 2014. Oh, they share. Oh, oh they split a point. Anyone but wait, but wait, that year. Oh, wait. But wait. Now, well, they could change Somebody here. could win it all with this one. Yesterday, oh, Scott, just this. so you know. Yeah. Pinkman was up nine to one. And then and with the crow question, the guy got within 13 miles of whatever it was. And he won the whole thing, even though he 
really uh, stunk up a storm. Pinky. So anything could change right here, yeah. Pinkman. If ever I've struggled with censoring myself on this show, Scott. <laughs> if Anderson Cooper was a crow, and by the way, that Anderson Cooper is apparently the gayest man Jack Bradshaw can think, think of. <laughs> no, but he was CNN and Atlanta and made sense. And I, all right. All right. Anderson, the distance from Atlanta to the Parliament House. What did they say, Mo? Okay, now if they get it within 25, they win. Yep. Jason said 220 miles. Wow. Pinkman said 520. Mm. 521, sorry. One of them is within 25 miles of being 100 miles off, the answer, which is 400. <laughs> it's 400 miles. Pinkman yes. gets it and wins the game. Yes. Six, three. Take oh that, my. Jason. Oh, that oh, Sorry, Jason. Painful. That was, yeah, sorry, Jason. Oh, and for. now he gets, I want to hear luck. what happens. He's, oh. he's already living in a cardboard box. How could his life get any worse? He lost yeah. last week. Yep. <laughs> Email Scott about your 24 hours of bad luck, and he'll write a column about yeah, it. Yeah, tweet me. I want to keep. In fact, just in general, when you're listening, I will. I'd like to know about the bad luck that happens. <laughs> All right, we are going to be right back after a minute. We're coming back with Jack's audio file. You're listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. 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 Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. And welcome back. This is Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips. But right now we're going to hear with the man with all the sounds, Jack Bradshaw. Uh, Scott, uh, since you're here in honor of your presence, we're going to try and help you. I know you have a hobby. You like to write stories and put them in the paper. <laughs> but uh, it's, it doesn't pay much, so it's looking well, more like a hobby every day. Y you have to be able to tell a good story. So I want to yeah. you know, try and help you with that. I found, you. I found a good story. And Thank you. just like any uh, print media person worth their uh, you know uh, worth salt. anything worth their salt worth their bacon Ink. salt Thank you, Mo. oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. worth, worth their ba casey's bacon salt oh, oh that stuff. too yeah i love that um you have to rip off ideas from television because uh, i believe that's what newspapers do they I get their story ideas until... okay from television news Thank so you, we go to a television news story here's a reporter mike carter in louisiana doing a story about patrick the pole and just listen how he starts this story this is how you know it's going to be good north korea the national debt trouble in the middle east just three problems that pale in comparison to a pole in the corner of a walmart parking lot in bayou vista that's been wreaking havoc on customers and passers-by they call so there you go what? patrick the pole oh. that's the, how the you pole get people has a attention. name patrick the pole what is it doing that's so awful Standing there, Mo. Oh, I see. Getting in the way of vehicles. Apparently, like, 11 Crashing. vehicles within <laughs> a month that they added. They put this pole in. And this is, so in a Walmart parking lot, it's a sign with an arrow that says this way. But around the, the sign that, you know, that normal uh, thing that you would see holding up a stop sign, that type of pole with mm -hmm. holes in it, there's a little concrete column around it. So And it's painted bright yellow. <laughs> Cars are running into this thing. <laughs> and, and the list of things that that's a more significant problem included North Korea? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Absolutely. 
That guy knows how to get your attention. That's what I'm suggesting new. You know, you got to grab their attention, Scott. All right. Let's thank say, you. Thank so, you. So, but then you have to go to the community uh-huh. and you have to find out what the people are saying. Sure, of course. So let's find out what the people in Louisiana are saying about Patrick the Pole. They call him Patrick. Patrick the Pole. Don't let the cute name fool you. Patrick here has been around for less than a month, but is already responsible for nine fender benders in the last week alone. Patrick didn't have nothing to do with it. It's the people not paying attention. I think they're trying to avoid this stop sign, and they're cutting across, and they're not seeing this pole. They're not paying attention, or they're on the cell phone. But not everyone thinks Patrick here is so innocent. I think this is a serious issue because... People could die from this problem. <laughs> who is that, a child? Oh, that little kid, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know who, what does he know? I don't know who that first woman was, but I might leave my wife and marry her. Oh. She has some real common sense, that yeah, one. Absolutely. And, and also, I like the way he emphasized nine to make it sound a lot bigger. Because <laughs> it's nine. I mean, that's, that's not actually, big. this guy, uh, you know, doing for, for local news, he does kind of, you know, make it funny about a story about a little poll. But it really has this little... Uh, following now they have balloons cards of uh, uh, apology sympathy cards on the poll they're treating it like a member of the community it is bizarre but i guess if you were uh, a walmart shopper in uh, bayou vista louisiana you know (laughs) you know whatever floats your boat so let's go back to uh mike the reporter on the scene to close this oh Oh, yeah let's let's close it out here so for now here patrick will stand oh a silent guardian a watchful protector. A... I mean, it's a bright yellow pole. People really can't see this thing? No. And by Vista, Mike Carter, KTC, TV3. There you go. There you go. That was a good ending, absolutely. Uh-huh. So anyway, just uh, they're having a little fun there. And we're having fun on this Thursday edition of the Audio File. Scott, uh, you know, you might have... I don't know if you heard because mm-hmm. you're stuck in a newsroom all day. So you probably don't get to hear what's happening outside of the newsroom. That's where a lot of things go on, and you're probably isolated from it. But thank you. Yes. Roseanne came back to TV. What? What? Right, right. Had a show wildly popular. Then she tweeted something. Uh-huh. And now she's was not, way was it, inappropriate. Was it, was it really sensitive? Mm-hmm. A bit racist. Not Maybe a bit. A lot racist. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So she loses the show. Then comes back and says, I was on Ambien. Yeah. Wait a minute. The people who make Ambien said, hey, listen, racism is not a side effect of our product, <laughs> you know, but it didn't stop the folks from The Daily Show from coming up with their own spoof Ambien ad. So here you go. Side effects of Ambien include nausea, diarrhea, and sudden racism. Do not operate social media while taking Ambien, as it may lead to sitcom loss. If you feel sudden racism while on Ambien, don't leave your house. If you must say the N-word, scream it into a pillow until the feeling passes. If Ambien is taken on Memorial Day, racist side effects are amplified for some reason. If you suddenly wake up and you're at a Klan rally, contact your doctor immediately. Unless he's black, because you'll probably just call him a monkey. Ambien, for a good night's sleep and potential racism. That's I. That whole thing's just unfortunate, and I'm because I'm not afraid to say it. I liked your show. Yeah, I watched the first episode and I laughed. I'm like, oh, this is this is actually pretty good. <laughs> I think I think you need more of that on TV. A little of the because that's that's how America is divided, families and uh, and really the politics was only a small part. Was it? I yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tackled all kinds of things. Uh, they were interesting, and she was sort of a almost a foil in some ways on that show. Uh, so 
I, I saw that. Uh, Moira refused to watch because watch. of her politics. That's correct. So, Mo, you got to see what everybody's doing. You got to know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, ah, I, I, I don't need to be surrounded by dumbasses. Not interested. Thank you, though. I th- I, th- I, th- I thought it was heady at times. They dealt with some opioid issues, mm-hmm. some gender identity issues. Very yeah. nice. All it, Muslim neighbors. Yeah, oh, I can imagine how she dealt with that. And they had two Beckys at one time. What? Two Beckys? Yeah, two Beckys. Yeah. So huh. I, I think, and and boy, poor the rest of the cast, huh? Mm. That stinks. I felt bad for like the set designer and the lighting guy and the costume person. You know, the the people on the air. You know, John Goodman's not going to worry where his meal is coming from, but the people <laughs> who were, you know, the the grip or the you know the person who laid out the cables and stuff. I, I worried about them. I think I read or heard that wasn't Sarah Gilbert. She was actually. The one largely responsible for this coming back she together. Did. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. it was her idea. She was, I think, one of the executive producers she of it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, listen, we're out of time. However, oh. you cannot keep interrupting. No, 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 no. I'm having, I'm having a conversation. If you want to see what that conversation between an owner. And a little Frenchy bulldog, uh, it looks like. You can see the video of this. That's a dog noise? That's a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. FM. Click on the Phillips file. You can see the whole Patrick the Pole interview, as well as uh, upset Frenchy singing to his owner. You cannot keep interrupting. No, 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 no. I'm having- I don't think that's a dog. It's a dog, and you can see it. RealRadio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. The video is there. That's your audio file for today. Pat Clark's on the All right. Well, you're not getting this on NPR, so thanks for being with us on that segment. Thank you, Jack, for all of your tireless efforts scanning the uh, Internet for those. We are going to be back in just a moment with the guru of all sports in Orlando, Pat Clark. You're listening to the Phillips file on 104.1 FM. Oh, and now, with the news, we've got Big Daddy. Thank you, Scott. A woman has been sentenced to 10 years in prison after stealing another woman's identity and resume on LinkedIn and getting a six-figure HR job. Wow. Like a modern-day lady version of Don Draper. Spoiler alert. Next, some Christians are very upset over Sweet Jesus Ice Cream Shop and believe the company is satanic. If their ice cream is wrong, I don't want to be right. Finally, an owner of a small Spanish distillery claims they made the original Coke recipe. Nothing like trying to claim intellectual property over a hundred years later. Nice try, pal. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Pressure becoming too much? We'll never be able to afford another SUV if you don't get that raise. Call now. Toll free. 888-978-1041. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Phillips File. I am Scott Maxwell of the did Orlando Did you suggest Sentinel. that song? <laughs> I did not. Oh. That one's not me, but I, I did give them some lists they've been... Really uh, universally ignored so far. Uh, this is the first song we've played today, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, I, I stand, I, I stand correct. Yeah. It has been universally, but I'm very excited about this next guest. I haven't had a chance to chat with him in a while. We got a big sports news week going on, That's and the true. guy who knows everything sports in this town is Pat Clark of West Channel Two. Pat, how are you doing today? 
I don't remember the last time that we did speak. Scott, how long has it been? Pal? I can't remember. I would imagine Phillips File Poker Tournament, but I don't think you were there this past year. Yeah, he was there briefly. Uh, oh, briefly, wow. I was there. Was it the Pinkman's Bar Mitzvah? But you get by everyone who's there, Scott. I mean, it's oh, hard yeah. to get to you even when I am there, <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah. Well, it is a pleasure to hear from you now, Pat. I hope, I hope life is treating you well, by the way. It is. Yeah. Good. How about you? Good. The last time... How did you get roped into doing this Phillips file? Hey, 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 hey. He's honored, he said. Oh, my God. I actually drive every day when I finish my shift at the Sentinel out to the Clear Channel parking lot and just hope one day they're going to open up and let me come in (laughs) here. Somebody's sick and he can just jump right in. Yeah, yeah, and today Jack was like, the janitor's left, nobody's here, and I got to come in. (laughs) So it's been big big fun. So... Well, it was good talking to you. Likewise. So this now he's is, hanging up. This is, no, no, <laughs> he's not. Like, we got lots of we got we got two sets of finals. We got a new coach, and that's what I want to start with. Oh, uh, Pat, coach, tell us about the new coach for the Orlando Magic. What you take? Mm. What do you want to know? Um, he's the next guy. Well, don't know? sound so excited. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I can't be. I, I don't really what? think it matters who they would have hired. I'm not certain I would have been excited. Yeah. It's um, hard to get excited now when we've been through. I say we, Orlando Magic fans, have been through years of, it hasn't even been mediocrity. Um, They've been a bunch of stinkers, now, really. Just say it out loud. They're stinkers. And, and, and don't, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say here. Steve Clifford could be a, a great coach in Orlando. But we thought the same thing about, um, what was the name of the last guy who was Stop the head coach? It. No, We've Vo- been through uh, Vogel? so many no. of them. Frank Vogel. Vogel. We thought Frank Vogel would be terrific when he was here, too. I mean, he, oh, what? So I had some great years up there in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and um, it just didn't happen for him. He only lasted two seasons here. It's hard to get too uh, worked up. This is the fifth coach in what will be five years, I believe, or six, seven, something. It's not much. And all none or of fifth them. And, have... Fifth and seven years, but who's who's doing who's doing the math? Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do the math. But uh, Steve Clifford did a great job when he took over uh, in Charlotte a number of years ago. That was a team that had won in back-to-back seasons just 7 and 21 games. And in his first season, uh, Charlotte won 22 more games and made the playoffs. So, But didn't, uh, he, didn't he, he peak at like 43 and 39 or something along those? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, he was fired. Kinda. He was fired at the end of this past season. Yeah, so but I, he, he does. He, he has spent time in Orlando. He was on Stan Van Gundy's staff. He was an assistant coach. When the team went to the NBA Finals back in 2009, so he he's familiar with this area. Here's one thing that you you read over and over again, and they, you would have read the same thing whether it was Steve Clifford or someone else that they would have brought in as the head coach. He's going to develop young talent. Oh, we ain't got I time am, for I developing. Have, I am so tired of hearing that phrase. We've been hearing it since Stan Van Gundy left, mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to develop young talent. Well, when is it actually going to happen? And and when are fans actually going to start getting their money's worth again when they go to games? Well, in in um, the bottom line, that the team has only been good or at least been its best when there's been a big star, when it's been a Dwight Howard, a Shaq, a T Mac, or somebody like that, that that didn't need to be developed so much. Mm-hmm. And you know this as well as anyone else, Scott. You're right, by the way. Um, but there are a lot of franchises in the NBA who have never had a Dwight Howard type. Uh, who right. have never had a Shaquille O'Neal or a Tracy McGrady or a Petty Hardaway. Orlando's been very fortunate. Of course, the lottery back in the early 90s and back-to-back years really helped help them. And we thought we had a dynasty growing, even when Orlando lost in four games to the Rockets in the 95 finals. 
Uh, and then Shaq decided he didn't want to be here, and that was the beginning of the end. But then here comes Dwight Howard in 2004 as the number one pick, and he leads them to the finals in 2009 but can't get the job done. Well, geez, maybe we're, we're starting to finally get that dynasty type here again. And then Dwight goes nuts, and now he's kind of an NBA afterthought. He's been to right. a number of teams since Orlando. He's never found footing, and his great stardom destiny it just never really quite happened for him. He was better off in Orlando. He's even said that in the aftermath. But that, those that whole thing was the... are hard to unring. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You know, it's just not going to happen again. And we don't know if Orlando's ever going to get one of those name type players again, a Hall of Fame type player again. We've had our chances. And even when they it tried, they've been work. snake bit, right. like with uh, Grant Hill. They they finally spend some money to get a big name, and then the ankle goes bum. Well, that was a gamble anyway with Grant. Um, they, they knew that he had not been well, but they took the gamble that he would get well. Ow! And it just didn't quite work out. Speaking what? of not being well, didn't I read uh, that Clifford has been dealing with, like, chronic debilitating migraines or what? something like that? Headaches. He wasn't yeah. getting enough sleep. Oh, boy. All right. Well, based, on what, based on what we now know, yeah. uh, the Magic did their due diligence. Mm. They talked to team doctors in Charlotte, and they wanted to make certain that this wasn't going to happen again. And they were led to believe, and let's hope that this is true. I mean, if for no other reason, then, then you don't want anyone to be suffering debilitating headaches. That would just be awful, whether they're the head coach of the Magic or not. Right. But they did their due diligence here, and they believed that this guy is healthy and ready ready to lead this team. Well, I me, hope against hope. Let me tell you, that, if that he does a terrific job, he's not I, sleeping. I really that's not do. good. We, we, of course, we all wanted to be successful, but I got to tell you, if you didn't have a headache before you came here, standing on the sideline with that team, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, I think yeah. that'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I, I'll be honest, I, had a, I have a little bit of a man crush on uh, Stan Van Gundy. I thought that uh, that was a bad, uh, that was a bad loss for this town. I understand why it happened. I understand how it happened, but uh, that guy took the play, uh, the team to the playoffs. What was it? Five straight seasons. Before he left, and uh... yeah, it was, uh, and you never wanted, you never wanted to miss a magic practice because you yep. never knew what Stan was going to say next. He wa- and that's a really good thing. Yeah. Un- yep. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it, it ultimately cost him his job because he wore his heart on his sleeve. Oh, that he was, was a more spe- than happy to tell the media <laughs> that he had heard that Dwight was going running around behind him trying to trying to get him fired. I mean, to hear a coach say that to the media, usually What's that's. Stuff that remains internal. Well, Wasn't that correct, though? Wasn't he right? Oh, yeah, he was right. And that was one of the greatest press conferences in the history of the NBA because not only did he say it, uh, he said it like right after Dwight was still in the room, wasn't he, Pat? Like right but around the corner? He, he walked <laughs> away. Yeah. They bumped into the each room. other and had this yeah. awkward exchange. Oh, it was great. That's right. Dwight put his arm around Stan, and Stan really would have none of it, and he bolted out of there in about 30 seconds. And then Dwight just continued to lie to the media. Yeah, and, and I, I don't. I think uh, most people would have been on Team Stan in that one. Uh, oh, and I, yes. and I got to tell you, one, one of the reasons for the soft spot. I've told Jim this before. Stan uh, would occasionally uh, email me, nice. never about basketball. Oh. It'd be because he'd be worked up about some crap bill the legislature had passed, and he wanted to <laughs> he wanted to take a trip up to Tallahassee. Oh, and tell really? Him what he, he was so, an activist. Oh, yeah, he oh. was. Oh, he, he was active in the Seminole County schools. Also, I thought he was an all around good guy. So I, I yeah, he ensconced himself in the community. You know, he yeah. was just a, he was a, he was a very approachable guy, very very smart man, and I think a good basketball man. And if he wants to coach again, he will. Uh, and I know that there were people who said after he was let go by Detroit that you know maybe he should come back here. I think Mike Bianchi even went on the air, and I don't know whether he meant it or not. But it's like let's bring Stan back. 
Mm. Yeah, I we think... as a media would have loved to have had him back for the reasons that I just gave. He was just a wonderful coach to have because you always knew you were going to get something good. There was always <laughs> going to be a good soundbite. And then you, you've got guys like Jacques Vaughn, who, I mean, good heavens. That what? was good. Post-practice interviews, you know, he, uh, look, Jacques Vaughn was a really nice guy, but he, he was just the worst interview. He would never give you anything. Oh. It was, you know what that's like, Scott, you've dealt with people like that, whether you just can't get him to say anything. Yeah. Uh, and he was exactly that uh, polar opposites, 180 degrees apart. Those two guys. Yeah. But when I know so. someone's a bum interview, I don't go call them again. You guys had to go talk to these guys every day. So, I, and but and the, and I was actually one of those bring stand back guys. But I, the reality, as I knew from the get go, is uh, with the current office there and the way that relationship ended, that was not going to happen unless the top management changed. Which, by the way, some people have been calling for, including my colleague Mike Bianchi or George Diaz for a while. Oh, I've, I've been calling for what? Uh, d- different team ownership. Or management. Oh, or both. oh are you talking like Alex Martins or one of well, those? Well, they changed the management just last year, bringing in Weltman and yeah. Yeah, new GM and uh, president mm-hmm. of basketball operations. But you still have Alex Martins on top of him and then the DeVos family. Well, and, and as well, you Alex, su- Alex isn't going anywhere. Alex right. isn't going anywhere. And they f- the DeVos family loves him. And he did the right thing and probably should have done it years ago when he, when he took himself out of the basketball operations area of the franchise. And that's where you have Weltman and Hammond now. Those guys are taking care of all that. And Alex is, for lack of a better phrase, off the hook with regard to that. And and from what I read in the paper, DeVos is still doing this. Like uh, they 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 put uh, Clifford on a plane, and he went up there to kiss the ring and do the interview with Rich DeVos himself, didn't he? What the old man? Yeah, isn't that right, Pat? Isn't he a hundred? Well, I'm not so, uh, I, I, not not the old man. Oh, not was, the old man. Oh, not the old man. Yeah, I think it was Dick DeVos. And, uh, uh, okay. But, uh, the, the, but you're right, Scott. The, the DeVos family still has a very strong hand in this. I mean, they, they, they approve all of these all of these moves. Mm-hmm. And here's another one. Five and seven years. Let's yeah. hope this one sticks. Clifford has a four-year contract. Uh, and <laughs> if he lasts all four years, that'll be terrific. <laughs> and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek only because we just can't get head coaches to stay. I mean, we've even had a head coach who quit. Scott Skiles quit. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't stand it there. If, if memory serves, the Magic opened this season with a win. What didn't they win against the Cavs in their opening game? And I remember thinking, telling these guys, oh it was, we should just end the season right there, one and <laughs> by a bunch. Yeah, it was a blowout. So, yeah. spe- speaking of which, who do you like to win the finals this year? <laughs> oh, he's not going to go with that. No, hmm? it's easy. This one's easy, right? Oh. It's Golden State. You don't think LeBron's just going to dig deep and do no. all sorts for one game? No, no, LeBron can't. No, <laughs> no. Oh, do you think it's a sweep, Pat? I don't know if it'll be a sweep. I think um, five is the exception. It was five yeah. last year, I believe. I think it was a five-game series last year. LeBron is—he's a spectacular athlete, and I guess Love is going to play tonight. He cleared the concussion protocol. I don't know how much that's going to help. There are just too many weapons on Golden State's team. You take a look at the line. I mean, this is game yeah. one of the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals, and the spread, I think, might have gone to 13 points. Ooh. That's deep. That's lopsided, isn't it? It's ridiculous okay. is what it is. Okay. For an NBA Finals, Moira, it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I'm going um, to give the Cavs at least one, maybe two. Well. Oh, look at you, cockeyed optimist. That's good. All right. I don't think it'd be blown Wait, out. but so now we have basketball, but don't we also have hockey? Yeah, and I did want that's the other thing I wanted to ask you about, Pat. 
So put in perspective, if the Vegas Golden Knights are able to win this thing in their very first league, and I'm curious for your perspective, in like the history of sports and the grand arc of athletics, how big of a deal would that be? You know, be? Scott, uh, with that awesome. pack eight hockey. Yeah. I just wish that I had put $100 before the season began, $100 on Vegas to win it all. Uh-huh. 500 because wasn't it? they do, and they, uh, huh? Wasn't it 500 to one? Yeah. Five hundred to one. There's fifty thousand dollars in your pocket, Scott. Uh, if, yeah, if, yeah. if you make that one hundred dollar bet, that's a lot of goop dogs. Um, but it's a lot of goop dog. But yeah. this has been, this has been the best thing to happen to the National Hockey League in years, maybe ever, because you have people who otherwise didn't really give a rat's ass about hockey who are watching now because of this wonderful story that is unfolding. These these it's a bunch of players who were left unprotected by their teams. They even call themselves misfits. Right. It's almost as if they have something to prove, and they've, they've gone about it all season long quite successfully. And here they are in the Stanley Cup Finals. The series is 1-1. They've been great games to watch, and this is bringing people into the sport of hockey. I know it's a long season. The NBA is a long season. We've got long seasons in baseball. But once you get to the playoffs, in the National Hockey League, these games are wildly exciting to watch. And you add Vegas as this 500-to-1 yep. long shot, and it's even more so. So, yeah, this is it's, it's been great fun. And game awesome. one was 6-4. Six, six, that's, that's 10 goals. 6-4, back and forth. Yeah. I mean, lead changes, more lead changes than in any other Stanley Cup final championship game ever, I think. And, and the other it's, thing I like about the Vegas story, and I'm sure you know this as well, is that for generations – that town refused to have any kind of professional sport, any kind of really, except for that arena football thing they had for a while, uh, because they a, they a the casinos didn't want it competing for the entertainment dollar, but b they didn't think anybody would show up because there's so much yeah. else to do, and that fan base and that crowd has been nuts. Well, it, it has been, and and oh by the way, here comes the NFL next year. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's John right. and the Raiders are coming into Vegas. All right, yeah, baby. Pat, thank you for putting it all in perspective for us. We can't get LeBron, right? There's no chance Magic are getting LeBron. Oh, that would be great. I was, th- I mean, he's looking around, right? Or is he just making uh, eyes? He's not coming to Orlando, no. Nah, Does any player really want is to come le- to Orlando? But Pat, is he leaving Cleveland? Do you think? Um. Well, let's wait and see what happens during the NBA final, shall yeah. we? What if that we threw in something... some Gatorland annual passes? <laughs> something like that. That's that's alluring, I think, but I don't think it'll work. And a goop dog. And a goop dog. And a goop dog. Yeah, goop dog and gator. My God, I'd do. I'd give up my job to go do that. Lifetime supply of goop. Oh boy, I love it. I love it. All right, Pat. Thank you for joining us. Been a pleasure. Let's not make it this long between time we talk next time. Okay, Scott. Take good care, pal. All right. See you guys later. Thank you. You too. Bye, Pat. Bye now. All right, and we are going to be right back on the other side of this. You're listening to The Phillips File on WTKS 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and started talking to each other again. Hey, you want to see pictures of my new spice cabinet? Okay, facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando.
Now, if that doesn't put a little boogie oh. in your booty, I don't know what does. <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> yeah, you turn the lights oh. down low, light a candle. And... Oh, it's one of those days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Tell the story, too. That's the kabooms for those wondering out there. <laughs> nice. All right, I am Scott Maxwell filling in for Jim Phillips today. On Thursday, we are halfway done with this edition of the Phillips Files. We close out the month of May. Jim is getting a little routine maintenance done, 15,000-mile checkup and mode. Did I understand that you've gotten text confirmation? He mm-hmm. is, in fact, everything's he's, going well. He's okay. Yep. He's texting selfies. Even. Well, you know, uh, everybody keeps asking him, you know, did you bring underwear with you, a toothbrush, this and that? That's not what I asked him. What? Yeah, same. <laughs> what? Well, I'd ask the under, underwear thing. Pinkman did. Now, but Mo, you, you told him to bring underwear. What do you bring that in? A duffel bag of your some pants. sort in your car. Uh-uh. Uh, an empty Winn-Dixie bag. Oh, yeah, maybe a plastic Publix bag I or recycle. Something. Where are you getting a Winn-Dixie bag? Winn-Dixie. No. no. Now, I got, now that, actually, that's a segue. Speaking of Winn-Dixie bags, oh, Mo God. has some breaking news Speaking of stores that are just not about Win Dixie, no, no, about, no, not about yeah, Win Dixie. Oh, well, I don't know. They made... another store, iconic store yeah. in many towns across this country, big cities and small. Uh, over the last couple of years, the Sears Roebuck store, or otherwise known as Sears, have been closing, and they just made an announcement. Another seventy-two stores will be closing. Uh, I think it's sixty-three, maybe sixty-three Sears stores, and then twelve or so. Um, Kmart stores. And around here? Yeah, well, I looked the Uh-oh. list. The the one in Seminole County uh, Mall, Seminole Town Center Mall, that Sears is closing and one in Tampa is closing and a Kmart in Tampa closing as well. Oh, so three humanity. in Florida. Yep. So you are telling us Yes. That we are losing the Sears at Seminole Town Center. Correct. And I think we've already lost the one right on Colonial. Yeah, in oh, yeah, Orlando. that's uh, that good, was that's, the last round. That boy, that that poor mall. That's our mall. Yeah. Fashion Square, baby. Yeah, you could yeah. drive a tank down there sometimes and not, and not hit, hit anyone. Oh, yeah. My but you know what? God. It's coming back. Uh, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Are they put they're uh they're putting something over there. They're putting an orchid is it orchid? Orchard. <laughs> orchard. Orchard. <laughs> yeah. orchard hardware store. Dude, that's a good store. That's, yeah. been there. Yeah, I did actually one it's time. Like, uh, I like it. Home Depot. I mean, it's like a big box store, but hardware. No, it's a little. Sm- it's, I think bigger than Ace Hardware, no, 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 smaller I, than Home yeah, Depot. Yeah, that's what, sort of a boutique uh, oh, big oh, box. Interesting. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's cool. You should check them out. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. So you can do that. Well, I'm sorry to hear about Kmart and so Sears, Sears is closing. There was a day when you got your job. That's where you went and got your first suit. I hey, believe Mart- that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that you know, and and for appliances, you knew it, it was a solid appliance if you got a Kenmore. Yeah, that's and now too bad. that's it. You can't, I don't know if they sold off the Kenmore brand or the Craftsman Tools brand, or you knew the stuff you got from Sears. I mean, certain stuff. And then they sort of tried to branch out into clothes and, you oh, know, like, like whatever. But you could always get a good pair of blue jeans there. I'm pretty sure I got my first girlfriend. I uh, went to Kmart and paid a $10 or something for a very nice 14 karat gold plated necklace. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> so that was uh-huh. back in the day. Yeah, so it made me sort of sad in a way, nostalgic for days gone by. Blue when light Sears... specials, you don't get those anymore. Uh, no, that was Kmart. Yeah, Mm-mm. you'll run in for that blue light. Maybe Twinkies are on sale. <laughs> All right, Jack, did you tell me, you said something, I wasn't sure I understood it correctly. Did you say you got a text from your daughter that... Tell me if I heard it correct. What did she say? I did. I got a text from my daughter. That's not. That's not unusual. No, that that part wasn't. But no. Well, uh, uh, she and uh, her grandmother and my wife were at the library today, and I guess my wife encouraged uh-huh. her to. I hadn't had a chance to look at what the reading list is that she's going into high school. Sure, sort of so, like grapes of wrath yeah, and things so like that, right? My wife mm-hmm. encouraged her, like, okay, get a book. 
you know, let's start your reading off. Get sure. a book. And so she said she had a couple. She just texted me out of blue. Sure. She just, I got a book about communism. What? A, a book about communism. Cool. So I texted back. Hmm. <laughs> Have you heard more about this said book? And, and then she wrote, from the library. I go, interesting. Then she goes, why? Oh, then, look at you. You're trying to harsh her intellectual curiosity. That, then she writes, then she writes, never mind. Oh, oh you got the, never the book mind. is about Obama. I go, mm. ha ha. She goes, I'm so confused. I just wanted to learn about communism. Oh. I said, is it anti-Obama? She goes, yeah, now I'm learning about how Obama's mentor was a communist. I guess so, because they're using liberal in a negative way. Yeah. So, what was the I, book? What was this book titled? I have to find. I'll, I'll find out. She goes, was it written by Dinesh D'Souza? That's oh, what. Right. That's what I'm figuring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Encourage reading for today's youth. Well, she goes, I had like two minutes to pick out a book. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got to tell you, I am generally all in favor of kids being exposed to everything. And uh, there is uh, what's that Ayn Rand uh, Atlas Shrugged mm-hmm. yeah, thing? I mean. Uh, I like folks, how you held your hands yeah, up. Like I was, you were that's Atlas what he's doing. I'm holding up the world, uh, the yeah, world on my of... shoulders. That's mm-hmm. how I feel sometimes. And, you know, it, I think a lot of people on the right view it as sort of a Bible of sorts, mm-hmm. uh, testimony to capitalism, where a lot of, oh, I'd say academic scholars view it as pretty simple-minded claptrap. But when mm-hmm. one of my teachers said to uh, my son, you know, let's all read uh, Atlas Shrugged, and some parents were saying, oh, my God, what are you going to do? And I said, tell him to read the book. Yeah. Read the book. If you got questions, we'll talk about it. But... They got, they got to be exposed to everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay woke, fam. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, 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 we got to do that. But uh, that I got to tell you, your text message is not as bad as the worst one I ever got when my wife and I were at a cocktail party. And it comes from my daughter. And it just says, uh, like six, seven words. It says, don't worry, but the cops just left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I've had a similar, yeah, I've had a similar experience. But let me tell you what. Did this you go was. rushing home? Well, it, uh, we did. Let me tell you what it was because this is just bizarre, and it's the word I couldn't say earlier. Mm. Uh, they had a friend over. He orders some Uber Eats. You know, they get a they. Of order, course, they order uh, and they order full yeah. four pulled pork sandwiches. Cool. Seems Good reasonable. Deal. Uber Good. Eats uh, delivers them. They open it up. Turns out it's four brisket sandwiches. Unbelievable! I got to tell you, in my life, I'd take brisket all over co- pulled yeah. pork all day Same. long. But that wasn't what they were ordered. So they typed a little note to the Uber Eats people. We ordered pork. You gave us brisket. Uber Eats people very nicely say, you know what? That's our bad. This meal's on us. Issue solved, right? Yeah. Well, yes. They're not bringing them new sandwiches, right? But they're just no, not but you know charging what? You, but this is, you got brisket on us. Okay. Well, apparently, to the best of my knowledge, what I've been able to ascertain, when Uber Eats makes a decision like that, the way they do that is by stiffing the driver. Oh. So the driver who had to go to the place to pick it up paid 30 bucks for four brisket sandwiches and now doesn't get paid. The reason I know this is because the driver went back to the house. Oh. And explained how this works. And there's there's two teenagers. That's all that uh, there's actually yeah. three of teenagers there and they're going she goes, "I want my damn money." And they're going, "Uh, wait, wait, wait what do you, this is Uber. Well, there's there's no there's no cash." And involved in, click, in, click, in click, this yeah. scenario, and we don't have it. And she said, you're telling me you're not giving me money? And they said, we, we, we don't even have money. You know, they use cards. So, well, then I'm calling the cops. <laughs> oh, man. And and she did. And she called, and the deputy comes racing over there, and he's like, oh, my gosh, there's a robbery in progress, because I think that's what it got called She's in. He's like, I got robbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and so then he writes, and it's, uh, you know, 
couple of 15 and 17 year olds in a manicured lawn and an Uber driver, and the cop just rolls his eyes. Uh huh. But you want to know what he says? Because he's got other things to do. Hey, kids, can you just go find her her money? <laughs> which, which they didn't owe her. Yeah. So they go and uh, rumble through our church donation jar. Yes. And bring her $30 in change. And that's how the situation remedies itself. Wow. How did Uber deal with it? We wrote them and I said uh, everything that happened. And they said, we are so sorry. Here's $15 off your next order. <laughs> I swear, and I said, Hey, my concern isn't the order, and by the way, it was 30, uh, but my, it's that you have a driver calling the cops on teenagers, and then they said, we'll deal with it. Mm. Wow, that's uh, pretty unsatisfying. Yeah, yep. and it was, uh, and I was having quite a nice cocktail party before that. Damn it. So. Well, at least you weren't out of the country, because that's, that's where I was a month ago, uh, when get I then? get a text from a daughter, she's, and she's the one, you know, kind of in charge, saying... This is not the commie. No. Oh. No. <laughs> this is the one who says... <laughs> the reasonable one. <laughs> yeah. My stomach hurts. I think it's my appendix. <laughs> oh, no. That's awful. <laughs> That's great. Mm. So, I know this is also the hypochondriac, <laughs> so I'm oh, trying to no. talk her to it. But then I make a crucial mistake, and what do you think that was? You Google called it. to see how she was you, doing. WebMD. No. Oh. I told my wife. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, so-and-so, you know, so-and-so is uh, texting about this. Oh, my God, what? Oh, what are we going to do? So suddenly, you know, oh, this nice, pleasant dinner we were going to have on a Jamaican sunset, and suddenly now we're concerned. So I'm like, wait, I'll get to the bottom of this. I'm like, okay, well, tell me about it, you know. Oh, you're going to diagnose. You're going to take care of it. Absolutely. What were you eating, this and that? Uh, What side's the pain on? And she, I, you know, and I forget, like, left side. I'm like, ha-ha, appendix is on the right. See you later. Would you have said that no matter what she said? Yes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, just flip-flop it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was fine. That, oh, well, that's good. Lucky and I got to say, my wife won't even let me look at WebMD. Because I'll just have an upset stomach and need to go to the bathroom. And then I'll come back yeah. and look at WebMD. I, yeah. It's prostate cancer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's no other sensible diagnosis oh. than I have stage yeah. three prostate they cancer. They say if every guy lives long enough, yeah. he's going to get it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Why not you now? Yeah. Oh, that's That's very, very fatalistic way of thinking. It's true. Everything is the worst possible stage three something. Well, it's just that I I figure WebMD, it's got an MD on it. It must know what it's talking about. Well, you could call Ask a Nurse, but they'll never tell you anything. What do you you get there? You just... Well, they normally say, yeah, call your doctor. (laughs) Uh, They never give you advice. They just sort of suggest that you, if it's really bad, that you go to the emergency room or that you call your doctor. And most people who call Ask a Nurse don't have a doctor. That's why they're calling Ask a Nurse. That's okay. right. Yeah. Uh, little update. Real Mobile 77031. Uh, listeners get to text us all the time and usually give us some more information on the story. Page three. Uh, this person writes, I do Uber Eats for a living. No driver ever has to pay for an order of food. Uh, even if that, that driver was wrong, if an order is incorrect, Uber will credit the customer, which does not affect the driver's pay either. However, if a customer claims that they did not receive the order mm-hmm. at all, then the driver will have their pay removed. Huh. Yeah, so. Well, all I can tell you is there were some cops at our front door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, when uh-huh. mine were in high school, I had cops at my door three times in one school year because of parties in my absence. At your house? Uh-huh. Huh. Yep. And so was I got- Was it noise or was there actually like burning down the place? No, no. There was- noise and driving and volume on the radio at you know like tearing up and down the street and all manner of things so yeah um 
I had cops there once when I was home and then twice when I wasn't home. That was the whole blue drink boy story. Remember mm-hmm. when that kid was drinking? When you were you were oh, allowing yeah, underage yeah. drinking at your house. Yeah, the kid went out to his truck and then drank something, poured something from a brown paper bag into his solo cup. Anyway. And I so get the impression with you, Mo. Like, I've had a kid over at the house where I thought maybe he was up to something. But yeah. I, I'm a little shy. Like, I don't know whether I'm supposed to discipline another kid. I got the feeling you got no inhibitions about Well, you know, I said, what's in the cup? <laughs> you Bob, know, it's a game we play around what's here. What's in, in the, the cup? cup? What's in the cup? And he said, uh, Gatorade, where'd you get that? In your kitchen. I said, can I have a sip? And? And he said, uh, no, ma'am. All of a sudden he had, you know, because he knew. He All of a sudden like he's mad at me every which drinks. way because there was alcohol in there. I said, mm. there's alcohol in there, right? Where'd you get it? In my truck. Okay. Go pour it in the sink. And don't tell anybody else to go to your truck. Oh, so you let him stay, though. You dummy. Yeah, well, but then the cops came not not too long after. All right, well, at least you didn't end up in the pokey. No. (laughs) All right, we're going to be right back with the round of closest to the pen where where I think I am on the uh, hot seat. So we'll be back on that. The Phillips File on WTKS 104.1 FM. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips. Here's Scott Maxwell. All right, and Yay. welcome back to the program. This is the part where you know I get abnormally nervous about this I do stuff. know that, yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm on the hot seat. Who do we have playing with us today? Pinkman? No. No, Gilbert is your no. opponent. <laughs> I know. I was a <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. Gilbert, and does Gilbert have a backup? Yeah, the backup is Cliff. Cliff uh, would like for you to win. Oh, Cliff wants, so Cliff wants you to win, but if Gilbert wins, he gets the prize, which we're going to learn about, Scott, as you make your way to the All soundproof right. booth. My apologies in advance to Cliff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Pinkman? Yes, Jack. Today's prize, as a matter of fact, is a pair of tickets to see the advanced screening of Jurassic World, colon, Fallen Kingdom, on <laughs> Tuesday, June 19th at AMC Altamont 18. The park is gone. There's no more island. Welcome to Jurassic World from executive producer mm. Steven Spielberg. Universal Pictures presents the biggest adventure of the summer. Jurassic World, colon, Fallen Kingdom. In theaters, Real D, 3D, Dolby Cinema, and IMAX, June 22nd, rated PG-13. So stay home, 12-year-olds. Mm. Could you find more words to say there? A lot of words for a movie. Uh, prize window hours are Tuesday through Friday, noon till 6 p.m. Always good to put that out there. Let's True. get Gilbert on board. Hello, Gilbert. Hey, how you doing, Phyllis File? We're doing well. Wow. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. I have a category for you submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, and it's called Old Foresters. Mm. In reference to Scott's favorite poor, this is links to forests. Okay, so the link is to forests. Yeah, I get it. And you have to answer questions. What are you doing? I hear you're blink. Are your hazards on right now? What are you doing right now, Gilbert? I am thinking. Oh, that are clicking! You, oh, is that, that clicking is in your head. Is that brain? Clicking? And we can hear it. That's not that good. Is, at least it's not empty. No, okay. that's true. Good, good point. Good point, sir. Uh-huh. All right, we want you to be safe, whatever you are doing, and listen up. You get five questions. Gilbert, answer as quickly as possible. We are going to begin this round in three, 
two, one. Old Forester bourbon was introduced by George Garvin Brown on Louisville's Whiskey Row and named for Dr. William Forrester. What year was that? 1818. The U.S. Forest Service has been vigilant since 1905. How many national forests under their protection? 62. Smokey Bear was created in 1944 to help prevent forest fires. When was his iconic slogan, remember, only you can prevent forest fires, created? 1958. Hello, my name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. You want a chocolate? And the rest is history. When was the movie Forrest Gump released? 1991. John Muir is a famous old forester and co-founded the Sierra Club. He was instrumental in the establishment of Yosemite National Park. When was it dedicated? 1938. Time. Time. Good job. Time. Going to put you on hold. You can listen to the game from the comfort of your car and your clicking head. Mm. And we'll get Gilbert's time. Mm-hmm. Mr. Maxwell will be playing with a handicap. Today. No, 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 no. Let's not no. tell him. Okay. Let's just put it up. Let's import it. All right. 20 seconds. Oh, don't worry about what we're saying, Scott. Yeah, bro. It's just words. Can I just completely change subjects and say that is the most badass peephole I've ever seen? What? And the door. <laughs> oh, you walk all the way down to the end of the hall? It's, it's like a saucer size. It's yeah. like. You can really see who's yeah. out there. Yeah. No one's sneaking up on you. Because we yeah. have some creepy Security, people. baby. Yeah, yeah sure. that's yeah. pretty awesome. I want one of those and those in my are the house. people who work here. I'd like one to just <laughs> see where my children are. You know, yeah. Keep them away. All right. Yeah. Moira demanded it because she won't open the door for anybody. I'm scared. Yeah. That's okay. Prudent. Huh. All, all right. right. Uh, Scott, we have a category written by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, specifically for you. It usually oh. is. Thank you, Brad. Okay. Thank in you, reference Brad. to Thanks, your Brad. favorite poor. It's called... Poor? Old Foresters. Oh, he remembers. How, Brad remembers all. Wow. Okay. Links Damn. to forests. <laughs> that's not the, that's <laughs> no. not the same as bourbon. That's how not at all the same as bourbon. You'll just have to listen up, mister. You ready to go? I guess. Come Scene on. three. Remember, you're being watched and timed I know, and judged. Stupid. I'm going to just uh, you'll be fine. choke under. Yeah. All right. In three, two, one. Old Forester bourbon was introduced by George Garvin Brown on Louisville's Whiskey Row and named for Dr. William Forrester. What year was that? 1921. The U.S. Forest Service has been vigilant since 1905. How many national forests under their protection? Oh, 62. Smokey Bear was created in 1944 to help prevent forest fires. When was his iconic slogan, remember... Only you can prevent forest fires. Created. 72. Hello, my name is Forrest. Forrest Gump. You want a chocolate? And the rest is history. When was the movie Forrest Gump released? 1994. John Muir is a famous old forester and co-founded the Sierra Club. He was instrumental in the establishment of Yosemite National Park. When was it dedicated? Oh, Yosemite. 45. Time. I, at this time, will take Moira's advice, and you, sir, will play without a handicap today. Okay? (laughs) That sounds like I did lousy then. Let's just see how the game goes, shall we? Oh, boy. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. Old Forrester. Don't laugh, Jack. I don't like that you're (laughs) laughing. I don't like it one bit. I just want to thank Brad for writing the category. Nice guy. 
America's first bottled bourbon was Old Foresters. That is your drink of oh, choice. Oh, wait, it was the first bottled bourbon? Did you know that? Oh, apparently, I missed that. Apparently I not. I missed that yeah. part of the question. <laughs> what year <laughs> oh, did it come out? There was Gil- something else funny about your answer, too. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert said. 1818. Yeah, that's closer. Uh, uh, Scott said. Uh, he went for the first year prohibition, I think. 1921. <laughs> That's a good year Isn't to start that, a bourbon company. See, the oh, answer, boy. 1870. So Scott's off by 51 years, and I believe Gilbert's 70. off by 52. That is funny. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. You got it, even though that's that year. sad, Gilbert. That is, that is, sorry. Oh, wow. Uh, don't worry. Not, he'll not come back. back but, don't worry. He'll come uh, back. <laughs> hey, Mo. Oh, sorry. What? 20 national grasslands oh, for the U.S. Forest Service. Okay. No clue here. Since 1905. But how many national forests? Here's do something they interesting. Check. They yep. both said 62. No, yes. that's not true. How do you pick 62 when it just happens to match Forrest's answer? Uh-huh. Where'd that come no, from? No, Gilbert is named. Gilbert, sorry. <laughs> Forrest. Forrest, Forrest Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert Gump. Uh, that's, no. that's bizarre. I know. And we were off by the... All right. Yeah. The answer is 154. But you both get a point anyway. See, Gilbert, what I like is that we are both ex- really consistently off. way off from the actual answer. Scott, you lead two to one. Let's get all to right. Smoky Bear. And remember, only you can prevent forest fires. When did we first hear that publicly? Mm-hmm. Uh, what year? Gilbert said? 58. And Scott? 72. 19... 47. No. Gilbert ties the game. It's two pe- to a piece. Mm-hmm. That's big. Mm-hmm. That's recognized. That saying is recognized by 95% of adults and 77% of children in the U.S., by the way. I wonder okay. if that's currently. What about your children? You think your children would know that? No. Only you can prevent forest fires? No, I don't think they would. They wouldn't know yes. Smokey Bear? No. Oh. Yes. You're, you're, you are don't you betting to. me what my children would know? <laughs> yes. Well, you've already admitted that you don't know much about yours. So I maybe just they don't know, know the important information that pertains to their lives. Like their birthdays and yes. stuff? Well, no, oh, I know well, their birthdays. Oh, okay, I don't good. know Social Security, doctors, pediatricians. Uh, unimportant. Have your kids ever Insurance. seen the movie Forrest Gump? Probably not. Okay. Have you seen the movie Forrest Gump? I have, many times. Six Oscars, including Best Picture. What year did the movie come out? You tell me, Jenny. No, Gil- very good. Gilbert said... Gilbert said ninety one. Scott said ninety four. The answer. Oh, one of them. Uh-oh. I think. I think I got it. Is on the money. Nineteen ninety four. Double points for Scott. You you're up four to two. Wow. Hang in, Gilbert. You're not out of it yet. Uh oh. All he needs to do <laughs> is come up with the dedication year for Yosemite National Park. <laughs> I did do. Program. By the way, John Muir is known as the father of the national park. That's true. So what year? Binding. Gilbert said thirty eight. Oh, we were close. Scott said. 45. 1890. Not enough. So Scott Scott wins wins the game. game. Nicely done, Gilbert. And congratulations, Cliff. You have picked up. That's a lifetime, right? Yeah. A lifetime of what? Good luck. No, 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 no. He gets a prize. Not, wait, I'm sorry, Jason. Not that the other one was. Oh, it's a real prize. Yeah. Are you ready to go? Yeah, sure. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Fine job, Scott. Congratulations. And your record is one win, zero losses. <gasps> Good for That's, you. Uh, I'm batting a thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's check on the news with Big Daddy. Thank you, Spot. <laughs> a Jesus sculpture stopped an out-of-control truck from killing anyone. He took that wheel. Right in the crotch. Thank you, Jesus. Next, 
police in Denver shut down a lemonade stand ran by children for not having a permit. That'll teach those kids. It's important to learn bureaucracy at a young age. Finally, two fishermen in Florida have been arrested for illegally catching 50 lobsters. Hehe. <laughs> Save the fish in Fatiha Real Lobster Man up in Boston. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 
or it could have just been in response to, hey, our team is on the field and you're throwing garbage. Well, we're going to throw garbage too. <laughs> That's one of the dumbest sentences I've ever heard. <laughs> you're throwing garbage. We're going to throw gonna do it too. All I right. think some of their players may have gotten hit, so maybe they were trying to hit Orlando City. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like, or they were cheering. Uh, I just think they were schnockered. That's my guess. But uh, that'll that'll be interesting to see a kick up to amp up the rivalry there. So they won't. And let. now you got to If you're an Orlando City fan who got suspended, you're probably a little miffed. Because you're like, hey, I'm your fan, and you toss me out, and you're not tossing out the Atlanta people. Yeah, but well, they Atlanta didn't, won't do it. Yeah, they didn't need yeah. a, a, anyone else's help to identify the Orlando City fans. So, you know, Atlanta was not – I guess they just ignored it. <laughs> it's like, So yeah, they wrote whatever. him a letter? They wrote him an email and said – I guess – well, they contacted the team and said, listen, we've identified these five people in this video. Here are the clips. Uh, we'd like to be able to suspend them individually. The team did not – comply right. with the information oh, identifying them so they said fine the whole supporter group the, loses their privileges for a couple of i think i have seasons. a solution for yeah. orlando city for a couple seasons well three games three they they only play atlanta's only going to come it's only when to they orlando here. for the next three games i believe there's one more this year and then maybe it, one it, or maybe two one next year, or right? two next year probably i one. think it is time to bring out fan shaming I think the Orlando club should put the pictures out, uh, maybe in the Atlanta media markets, and let the mob identify these people. And then you'll have your problem solved. I bet you they can do it in 24 hours. Yeah, but mm. don't you think Atlanta fans might think it's a source of pride? They say, ha-ha, we're not going to help Orlando, our rival, identify our fans. I'd like to, I, if they did it, I'd bet you a dollar they get at least three of them. Three out of five. Oh my God! You're just sitting there and you say, "Hey, that that's Bo. That's my buddy Bo. Yeah." And, you, and all of a sudden you tag him. I hate that now, guy. Now Bo's now Bo's gone. I, I think people can't help themselves. They rat out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And maybe there's a few Orlando fans up there. All right, we'll see how this turns out. But right now we have our very good friend of the file, who's going to be taking over here uh, this time tomorrow. That is the one and only Jim Colbert. Jim, how are you doing today? Buddy, I'm good. I'm even better now that I know you support vigilante justice. Yes, <laughs> that's right. When it comes to really important things like soccer, I want vi vigilante justice. I mean, I love it. I love the fact that Scott Maxwell just came out and said we should fan shame these fools yeah. <laughs> and get them bounced for the entire league. That yeah. just, you made my entire night, buddy. I, I, I'd like to do that. And, Jim, I need to I, – I mentioned this earlier on the show. I, I owe you an apology. And I, I don't even know if you caught it. Uh, but when you were kind enough to come to the Sentinels food event a couple of weeks ago, yeah. uh, I was on stage very briefly, but just tried to give a few people a shout out. Did you notice I botched your last name? No, what'd you call me? I didn't then. It's good to see you. What are you talking about this week? <laughs> <laughs> I did Colbert. Oh, <laughs> Jim, really, what's wrong with that? Well, it's not right. Well, I mean, what? Look, 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 let's face it. I think Bill O'Reilly called Stephen Colbert out quite well on his own show and said, hey, where did little Stephen Colbert go from South Carolina? When did you become Colbert? So, look, even he said Stephen Colbert when he was younger. It's pronounced Colbert. Nobody in my family for generations ever said Colbert. It's very pretentious. And... It doesn't matter to me. I, I do not care, Scott. Thanks for even well, thinking of mentioning. Well, I did think it, and I would have uh, told you again when I walked back. But uh, Jack, you may not know this. Uh, Jim left me when I said, "Hey, I got to go run something," and then I'll come back. We'll have a drink, and he was gone. He oh, see. oh yeah, he's gone. By he the always time does I came that. Back. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
see, my wife thought you looked so nice in that suit with your tie off down about four buttons. It looked like you're going for the whitest, most interesting man in the world. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure and, to see you. And we had some good bourbon. Yeah, old Forrester. <laughs> Didn't we? Cuddy Sark. I think we were drinking it with a silly straw. It was Whoa, great. Fancy. Lady in the Tramp style was wonderful. Oh, that sounds romantic. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to puke just thinking about you and I do that together. But, but, but you know what's good. funny is I, I hit you up the other day on text, and I said, I just found out that you literally live about a mile point one from where I live, and we both live in the vicinity of walking distance from Red Light, Red Light, a nationally recognized craft beer bar here in Orlando. And I was like, why haven't we been drinking pints now for the last three months that I've lived here? And you said, well, my schedule is murder. I've got kids in college, and which I completely understand, but that still has to happen, brother. It will. I'm surprised we haven't passed each other just stumbling home drunk before. Yeah, yeah. So, for real. But thanks for that, and maybe you can shout out my uh, home address next time. That'd be uh... <laughs> yeah. I said near. I said <laughs> I'm near. just kidding with you. So what is going on in your life? What's going on in the show tomorrow? So, Scott, we're going to talk about this uh, this piece that the New York Times came out about uh, Purdue Pharma. And after doing some research over many years, I think the, the investigation started in 06 and oh, by oh, 09, they had it kind of wrapped up. And they have, you know, evidence, emails uh, and other correspondence that proves that uh, Purdue Pharma knew that OxyContin was a horrible drug, terribly addictive. Matter of fact, I think there's one uh, correspondence or an email where a doctor says to one of the sales reps or an executive at Purdue Pharma, it's the hottest drug on the street. Um, and so with this opioid crisis, uh, and we've seen it with the financial crisis in banking in 08, it seems that nobody paid the price except America. <laughs> that The executives didn't, the reps that pushed this, the doctors that uh, wrote and continue to write fake prescriptions or to uh, fill prescriptions they know are nefarious, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. I think it's very interesting. That story just broke yesterday via the Times. And and uh, this is a crisis that is in everyone's face. No state is void of guilt here. Uh, but when you look at the numbers in West Virginia and you look at the oh, amount yeah, of pills that are, that are shipped to West Virginia, guys, I implore anybody out there just to Google that real quick. Oh, you know, OxyContin, West Virginia, and look at the number of pills shipped into an area. It turns out to be, and I, I mean, I know this sounds ridiculous, and I hope the number's right, but it literally turns out to be thousands of pills per person per year that go into that area. And of course, we know that really doesn't go there for medical use, for, for really stopping pain or for the therapy it's meant to, to be. And I, I just I want to talk about it a little bit. And then we'll do some silly stuff as well. But that's, you know, we'll talk about the new coach from the Magic with Brandon. And uh, Deb has a really interesting guest coming in for Animal House. And I don't know, just cool stuff like that. I wanna, I wanna, I'm curious to talk about that, Oxy. I don't want to steal your thunder on all of that for tomorrow. But, but do, do you have any sort of instinctive or instinctual thoughts about whether the top people in those companies or anybody in the company should be held liable? And, and by that, I mean criminally liable? Scott, when you look at the report, the Justice Department themselves recommend passing down indictments for three uh, of the head executives at Purdue Pharma. Now, nothing's been done so far, obviously. We haven't seen anything come out, but... I wonder if the pressure of this imploding scenario in the U.S. Uh, will lead people to kind of have that voice. We've seen the power of Twitter over the last couple of days. Samantha Bee stuck her face into it uh, mm -hmm. yesterday or today uh, with that comment about Ivanka Trump. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And, of course, 
the Roseanne experience that we've had. Uh, I just tweeted out really just uh, that the president's daughters are having a banner week um, uh, when it comes to destroying careers of people who are trying to be clever. It's amazing. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't, Scott. I don't have any faith that anybody's going to be held liable for this. It just seems that that age-old idea that the elitists always seem to find their way out of criminal indictments, with the exception of guys like Madoff and some guy and the guys from Enron. That, but it was so unbelievably obvious that was the reason. It was basically scams rather than just corruption. I just don't have any faith that anybody's going to pay the price for this. But I, I can certainly tell you if I, you know, I know this sounds almost ridiculous and cartoonish, but you know, you look at every death, and my God, you don't have to look far in any city in America to find deaths. Uh, in regards to Oxy, uh, that it's one of those things that you're like, man, how many murder charges should be passed out? Like, how many, how many, how many of those doctors wrote scripts for people who OD'd and there's no blood on their hands and they know when they write that script, it has nothing to do with pain management. That's the thing that I can't get over that these yeah. scripts are going out by the thousands and, and the people writing them know they're not about pain management. Scott, they have email from sales reps at Purdue Pharma to doctors, and they're talking about it like they're selling wheat. I mean, it, it, it is the vernacular in the context of some of these emails is so almost borderline slang that it leads you to believe that the, that the, the, um, the environment in those companies, specifically with Oxy, had become really like they were basically street level dealers and and they knew what they're doing and i am prone to agree with you that uh there the, the bottom line is there, there's two systems of tiers of justice in this country there's uh the small for the little guy and the big guy and until big guys start paying the price uh the things will not change whether you're talking banking whether you're talking mining regulations or whether you're talking pharmaceuticals right. and we and we see it at, at hospitals for instance uh the we've talked about this fourth like medicaid fraud if there's like a home health care worker this little poor schmo who's uh found a way to scam the system out of five thousand dollars a uh sort of a home nurse for some dying patient scams they're doing something wrong they're, they should get in trouble this state and this country will throw the they'll just go after him balls to the wall and go after jail time 5000 bucks for the medicaid but if a hospital exec is caught funneling and financing defrauding taxpayers out of forget 5000 500 million dollars there's right. never ever a criminal penalty it what ends up being is a a civil deal it ends up being a fine and usually it's the smallest portion of what they stole to begin with so it just becomes the cost of doing business and when you talk about sending a message uh there you can make an argument that if you pass tough drug laws maybe a druggie's not really going to stop taking his next hit that may be true but i'll tell you this you pass laws that have to do with execs they'll sure as hell think about what they're doing because they got a lot to lose and not just their country club membership so i, I think that's a fascinating topic yeah, I do too. As well. uh, you know, and the funny thing is, is because you know Jim's had that series with uh, uh, the addiction that he's been right. doing on Wednesdays, and it's been fascinating to listen to these stories because I think the common misconception is that drug addicts are drug addicts we see in you know in movies. It's uh, drug addicts you see represented as street people or whatever, but there are operating drug addicts that are functional. They do things every day, but if they don't have their medicine, they're now addicted to. Uh, they become irrational and they become desperate and. And then that, that need needs to be filled. This thing is, by the way, Scott, this thing is so effed up that they actually talk about the context of Oxy against other, uh, other painkillers like hydrocodone or oxycodone and how much more effective it is to get people 
uh, dependent, I think is the word they use, on that particular drug so they will do whatever it takes to, uh, to, to make it happen. Uh, and I know this, the, the jails are not full of MBAs. No, that you're exactly right about that. And here's something interesting for you, Jim. Do you know who the first person in my personal circle who uh, opened my eyes a little bit to the danger of pain pills are? Who's that? Jack Bradshaw. Mm. Jack, you probably don't even remember this. Do you remember when you were on some, was it hydro? It was yeah, yeah, ox- yeah. And I remember you telling me that you'd, post-surgery, wasn't it? Yeah, I had some dental work done. They prescribed me 10. I took one. I chased it with the Captain Morgans, and I was <laughs> off. And I remember Woo! you telling me that it was the day when you were like winding up a shift and you found yourself thinking, I can't wait to get home and take another one. And that's when you said, no. And I think you told me you didn't finish them all. No, I didn't. No, I, I took the one and realized I do not need this is this good. feels a little too good. Right. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to get rid of these. But now. a lot of people don't make that decision. Yeah. They think I, I'm looking yeah. at a bottle of stuff a doctor gave me. What could go wrong? Right. I might as well take it. And the next thing they know, nah, I gave yeah. them to my kids. <laughs> no, you know, nice. and that. And those are really kind of the easy situations to avoid. I honestly, I can't stand the way they make me feel. So I'm, I'm, I, that is a blessing in my world that I honestly hate that feeling of being kind of weightless. But you know as well as I do, Scott, and I'm not saying this is the large percentage, but we can say a fair percentage of the people who wind up addicted to these extremely strong painkillers do it. First, out of necessity, whether it be a back issue, whether it be an injury they had, a, a car crash, or whatever, and the next thing you know, they can't make it through the day without it. You know, uh, uh, Bubba Wilson, Bubba Best Wilson was on the monster for so many years and had his battles with these things. He'll tell you straight up, you know, if you take if you take the drug that you know, if you take those those type painkillers at that level for more than three days on a regular basis as a prescribed painkiller, that you will find yourself on that fourth day just like Jack was doing, not being able to wait to get up to grab that pill bottle and quick twist it open because that's what you know is the norm now. And that's one of the yeah, things I liked thing about know. Roseanne's show, and I was sad that uh, I, I liked it more than a lot of some people did. Uh, they actually, I don't know if you saw, that was one of the plot lines. They didn't have good insurance. She couldn't get her knee surgery, so she was starting to pop pills. And uh, just like you're talking about, and it becomes uh, something that doesn't seem like a big deal at first, and after a week, there it is. And then who knew that the side effect of Oxy was racism? <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> Ambien, Jim. You got the wrong one. It's I know, but that joke, already, that joke was already stolen by the company, so I had to kind of bite another one. <laughs> All right. Well, we are looking forward to hearing your show on Fridays. It is sounding good. It's a pleasure to chat with you, as always, and we're going to get that beer before long. Always, Scotty. We'll see you. All right. Thanks, Jim. All right, and we will be right back on the other side of this one. You are listening to The Phillips File on 104.1 FM. Now that we've all quit Facebook and have started talking to each other again. Did you know your mom's been writing fan fiction? I did not. Very erotic. No, no, no. Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. From Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. Back up the booty. I need the booty. I like the booty. Oh, what a booty. Shaking that booty. I saw the booty. I want the booty. Lord, what a booty. Bring on the booty. Give up the booty. Loving the booty. Round booty. Down for the booty. I want the booty. Hunting the booty. Chasing the booty. Casing the booty. Getting the booty. Beautiful booty. Smoking booty. Talk to the booty. More booty. Fine booty. Is as you can probably tell the booty song is that the name of it by Tim Wilson yeah Yeah. and and who was the music aficionado who brought this to our attention Jack Uh, 
the same daughter who today took a <laughs> communism book out of the library. Unclear as to why you are. Gonna, yeah, we're going to need a follow up on whether she's actually learning to be a communist or learning to hate communists, and which really just means Democrats. I think she wanted to learn about it because she hears it used so much as a derogatory to oh, you communist, you know, in, in, in political parlance. It's interesting that she wants to understand it because I have long maintained that 95% of the people who use terms like Marxist and communist do not understand what the hell they're talking about. Oh, yeah. there, There's no question about that. In the book, it's called The Communist by Paul Kangor. Oh, oh so now you're getting more details. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, we're going to have to find out something about him. Well, I hope, Jack, since you're in a learning and academic mood, that you and Pinkman will be up for what I'd like to do next. Oh boy, yeah. So Mo, we, we don't have to take our pants off again, do we? God, it I depends. Hope not. It depends. We can we can pick prizes for winners <laughs> and losers uh, uh-huh. afterwards. But uh, Mo was giving us the update that the spelling bee is going on, right, Mo? Correct. And tonight is the finals. They're narrowing it down. They've already got down to sixteen kids. Tonight they will narrow it down, crown a winner, uh, beginning at eight thirty on ESPN two. And Mo, for the record, was telling uh, everyone that that's what they should be. Forget the NBA Finals. Forget Watch the this hockey Stanley Cup oh, playoffs. Oh, certainly not. Okay. Watch right. this. Now, we're down. To, I have five words here that some of the kids missed and didn't get into the finals because of these five words. Mm-hmm. So, Pinkman, are, are you ready? No, he's not listening. That's why I want to keep proceeding. Oh, oh, proceed with this. Yeah. All right. Pink, mm-hmm. so now he's ready. Mm-hmm. All right, ready? Pinky, Sorry. you ready for a spelling bee? Uh, you know I am. All right. I made it to regionals one year. Oh, wait. You, you're actually a competitor? Yes. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to know. A lot of these people, they have their little tricks. And they like, write on their like, hands. Yeah, and like they do it on the hands or they beat on their thigh or maybe they pull out an eyelash for each thing they get wrong. Oh, no. Uh, no tricks. Just read the words. And you know what word I got out on? No. That no. That really pissed me off. I'd like to sp- try to spell it, though. Okay. It's feasible. Oh, Which, it's not that hard. At Gosh. the age of 10, I didn't know that was an actual word. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> sounds like maybe you shouldn't have been in a spelling bee. Uh, sounds oh, like on, maybe you shouldn't old... write for a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Tell, tell anybody who writes for a newspaper that, they'll say, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm about 25 years too late. Scott, when you hear a word like feasible, do you think it's feasible or feasible? How would you spell it, Scott? I'd spell it with an I. And in case you're wondering who that is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, who right. is that? That is Eddie the showman. And it's not not very often you get to hear Scott and Eddie's dulcet tones together on the air. This oh, is boy. very exciting. Uh-huh. And I've said before, slightly nerve-wracking. <laughs> there's just there's just a lot of Eddie whenever lot of he's there. A lot of energy and he brought there. in tools. Oh, yeah. In Musical instruments. It's been 22 holes. years, Scott. 22 years we've happy been anniversary, uh, hooking Eddie. up on this. You uh, and me? Well, happy anniversary, You and buddy. me, it's more like 21 because okay, they didn't right. introduce me to you the first year. They wouldn't let me talk to many people the first year. <laughs> no, that's Do you know how long it took me to hug Steve Holland? Oh, Three years, Scotty. I don't think you should hug a man with a shotgun. All right. We're, <laughs> thank you. We're, we're number one. Yes. Yeah, all right. And, and if um, you know an answer, you can. Pinkman. Uh, you know, no. Let's just start with you. Pinkman. The word is amyloid. Amyloid. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> uh, I do have the definition, but... Okay. Uh, oh, wait. I should yeah. take that part of it for you. Uh, oh, can you... Yeah, you can scroll down and find that? Okay. okay. Yes, uh, the first word is amyloid. I just said that. No, that okay. was my sentence. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. well, well, how rude. It's a waxy, translucent substance consisting primarily of protein that's deposited in some animals' organs and tissues under abnormal conditions okay. like oh, Alzheimer's disease. So you okay, would not want your amyloid. Laffy Taffy wrapped in amyloid. Ew. Okay. <laughs> amyloid. Amyloid. A-M-A. 
L-O-I-D. Amyloid. Oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. That's a stupid <laughs> word anyway. Okay, you're out. Uh, Jack? Yeah, pass. Okay. <laughs> I'll go with it. Not amyloid. That would be A-M-E-L-O-I-D. Amyloid. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> Jack, there's... Come I should have listened to what yeah, Peyton just Amyloid. A-M-A? That's what he said. Did we know that's where the mistake was? There's no second chance. All right, sorry. It's A-M-Y-L-O-I-D. You all are Who would know that? Amy Lloyd. Got it. See, now, that's how I would have learned how to memorize it. Yeah, you see, Jack and I are the same way. We memorize things phonetically. Amy Lloyd. The next word is exegete. Jack, you get to go first this time. That's correct. Eggs. Oh, wait, you want to hear it? Exegete. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It the second like, word is. Exegete. Exegete. Uh, exegete. Exegete. The definition is one who practices exegesis. 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 Yep, that should help you. It you, is. So uh, that guy is a really great exegete. Because he's exegesis. E-X-I-G-E-A-T. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. That's ah, incorrect. Okay, sorry. That was uh, Buzzer. Exegete. What we've got here. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> a failure to spell things right. All right. Pinkman. Exegete. Exegete. E-X-I-J-E-E-T. Exegete. Mm-mm. Whatever. I'm sorry. Incorrect, uh, Eddie. Exegete is E X I G E T E. You're the closest one. It's E X E G E T E. See how close I was. You get your first on this next one. Okay. Smart Eddie. The next one you might get. Sidereal. Is that what we said it was? Yeah. Sidereal. Sidereal. Relating to or relation to the stars or constellations, Eddie. It's right up your alley. Ooh. Okay. Sidereal. So that would you want a sentence? Yes, please. In a sentence, please, Scott. That is very sidereal. Oh, very good. Um, sidereal. Right? So I'm going to say that um, since it's a constellation, that's a C. So C Y D E R I A L. Sidereal. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, so close. Uh, pigment. Sidereal. S E S I. D-E-R-I-A-L. Oh! Oh! No, I'm sorry, it's incorrect. Oh, damn it. Jack? Uh, Amy Sedaris. No, Sidereal. <laughs> no, it's Sidereal. What paid for I, breakfast? I would like to uh, just use Pinkman's answer and change one thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At the end, yeah, he said, uh, <laughs> "Oh, uh, no, he didn't say oh." Say Ill. Why don't you start at the beginning? Sidereal. Sidereal. S e d s a d. E A R Yeah, that's what you said. That was wrong then, too. Oh. It's still wrong. All right, well, you're, you're 0 for 9, gents, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're heading down the home stretch. It's S I D E. That's part right. R E A L. Sidereal. Oh, so close. You were. You were All really right. good. Uh, this time, Jack. Last one? Uh, sure. <laughs> Paragoric. P A R para. P A R A G. No. Thank you. Goric is yeah. not with a G. It's a G. Yeah. Pinkman, paragoric. Uh, use it in a sentence. Please. It is a camphorated oh. tincture of opium, especially used to relieve pain. So yes. if you are in pain, you want something paragoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go P A R A. I mean, I. I mean, E. Oh, yeah. P A R E G O R A K. No, wait, wait, wait. Say it again. O R. O R. Eddie? Paragoric. I see. I see is right. 
I believe Eddie and I are going to be the last ones. Is that oh, correct? Yes, dude. That's very exciting. History right. in the making. So, Pinkman, who do we have playing with us today? Uh, uh, we can start, if you'd like, with Bill on line one. Bill? Line Let's one. Do... Scott, you can do that, right? right I... Oh, yeah, yeah. You did there it. we go. Bill, Thanks. are you with us? Yes, I am. It's the most amazing thing I've heard in Rainstorm. Oh, all right. oh, Bill, yeah. yeah nice. Bill, all right, yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. start okay. the game here with you. Uh, true or false, Bill? That This is the easy one, right? True or false? Roseanne Barr's show was promptly canceled after she referred to a former Obama cabinet member as the love child of a Taliban chieftain and a Star Wars Wookiee. Is that true That's or false? false? That's false. Is that your final answer? It's yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. That's Very right. Good. He's oh, moving on. That it is false, right. so you're moving to round two. Stories ripped from the headlines. Brad's in the news. Uh, Common Bond, 64, 4,600, and 5,000 plus. What do these three th- numbers have in common? Mm. 64, 4,600, and 5,000 plus. What do these three numbers have in common? I don't know, the death in Puerto Rico after, after the hurricane? I don't know, can I give them help? No, uh, you don't why need don't help. you save your lifeline? I think that's a pretty save darn good lifeline. guess. Yeah, well, you that said that's your final answer, and that is correct. Yeah. Nicely correct. done. Bill. That's the estimated death tolls in Puerto Rico from Maria. Wow. That's Nicely done, Bill. You're say. killing it. Excellent. Yeah. All right, now we'll go to Brad's. Who said that? I'll read you a quote. I'll give you three names. You tell me who said it. And I guess you still have a lifeline if you need one. And here's the quote. Today was Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg's birthday. I don't really care. I just wanted to give away some of his personal information. <laughs> was that Jimmy Fallon? I don't think this is the right name. Rice Fisher? Or Seth Myers? Okay. You've got Jimmy Fallon. You've got Ross, no going. Ross Fisher. Ross Fisher. Yeah, he's that uh, he's that kind of um, heavy set um, kind of guy with the short black hair. He's very loud. He was on the Chelsea lately a lot. He was oh, that, I don't know who that, that is. kind of dude. Okay, he's Ross been around Fisher. For a while. He started on uh, the late tonight, show. Uh, I think yeah, he started tonight, with Jay yeah, Leno. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, today was Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg's birthday. I don't really care. I just wanted to give away some of his personal information. Jimmy Fallon, Ross Fisher, or Seth Meyers. <clears throat> you know, I really don't have a clue because. Uh, you know, I don't know. Can I give them help, please? All right. Sure. What All do right. you think, Eddie? So here's what I'm thinking, Scott. You, you got two late-nighters. You got two late-nighters. Late but I can't hear either of them saying it. I could just see Ross doing it just to kind of be snarky because he's king of snark. And I think I'm going to go with Ross just because why else is he on this list? Bingo. Nice, Scotty. All right. Your your lifelines say it's Ross Fisher. Where, what do you think? I don't even know who Ross Fisher is. So what, what are my last answers? I mean, my last clues. Fallon. Uh, Jimmy Fallon or Seth Myers? Those are your other options. You got to feel. Uh, got to feel for other, any of the right. other. I gotta, you need to answer you right give now. Us one. Ah, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. 
No. Uh, I'm sorry. That's your final answer? No. Uh -uh. Nope. Seth Meyers was the <laughs> no, answer. Everybody was wrong. Everybody sorry was wrong. about I'm sorry that about bill. That. We'll try this again after the break. All right, we're going to be back with a couple more contestants. Oh, so yes. you want to win it? You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio WTKS 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want to win a... All right, welcome back to The Phillips File. I am Scott Maxwell from the Orlando Sentinel. <laughs> going to take you home, filling in for Jim Phillips, who is out for just today. So we are in the middle of So You Want to Win a... Winna and uh, yeah, Jack, it. who do we have up next? Or Pinkman. Oh, Pinky. Sorry, uh, Pinky. Uh, uh, Beth on line oh, six. Oh, Beth. Uh, All right. Beth is there. Yeah. Hi, Beth. Hey, my bestest, friendliest family people. Hello. That's a lot of nice adjectives. Thank you, Beth. All right. Yes, All right. And I love you, Scott, because you always just go blah, 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 blah. You don't know your name. <laughs> oh, thank you, Beth. I love it. I, love it. I, love I it. like that my incompetence is a source of endearment to you. That makes <laughs> there. there it is. From, from me, that was endearment. Thank you. Thank you. I love right. it. Well, love Beth, let's you. see if he can help you here as right, a lifeline because he and Eddie are your lifelines today. You and this is Brad's true false. True, false. Excellent. A study, okay. Beth, oh, listen boy. up. A study, a study found if a car is parked in the sun on a summer day, the interior temperature can reach 116 degrees, with the dashboard exceeding 165 degrees in about one hour. Is that true or false? Now, do that to me again. Son uh. of a bitch, Beth. You kept talking. I had to start that four times, and now you didn't even listen. All right. It was, if your car stays there for an hour in the hot sun, it can get 116 on the inside. And, and, a, the, and the dashboard, 165 degrees. In one hour. The sun, yeah, in the summer day. Car in the sun. What do you think, Beth? True or um, false? I think that is false. All because right. I think it can get higher. Higher, she says. All higher. Right. Uh, okay, sure, let's false. go with this. That's your final answer. Oh, sorry, Beth. It is true. You got to uh, let them say final answer. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. agree to it, Mo, before <laughs> you tell them. Jack, was, I think she just wanted sorry. to give it yeah, Beth. I think, <laughs> I think she was like, hey, Beth, <laughs> that's why. But okay, thank you. Go. Thank you for okay, calling in and sharing your love. It we was, love you, Beth. Here comes the karma. All right, up next, we got to talk to the calls. We are going to take Julie. Julie, are you ready to play? Julie, this is John. Oh. All right, John, you are a deep-sounding Julie. We'll go with you. <laughs> Pinkman's having a hell of a day. Uh, that wasn't mine. No. Uh -huh. That wasn't my fault. Oh, Pinkman. Sure. Pinkman, could Scott. you get your act together? The name of my new garage band is deep-sounding Julie. Everybody knows I do a heck of a job on uh, with so, all, yes, all the buttons oh. over here. <laughs> John, you ready to play? I think so. Moyer's got a true-false for you, John. True or false, John, lightning killed a dozen people in Florida in 2017, according to the National Weather Service. Is that true uh, or false? Um, I'll say false. I don't remember hearing 12. Okay. Uh, is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Uh, that is correct. Very oh, nice. nicely done. Oh, yes, yeah. excellent work. Okay, Brad's in the news stories ripped from the headlines. Uh, how do you say it? Akai, A-C... Yeah, Akai berries, kale, and pomegranates. Now scientists say they have discovered the next superfood that's a perfect alternative for those lactose intolerance types. I mean, it's so fly, so down to earth. What's on the menu? 
Oh, I bought some help from the lifeline. You Lifelines. Scott and Eddie together, but they're I think right. you're going to need to go to. Scary. This is earthy crunchy. What do you think? This is I mean, Eddie. Scott, like, it, does it sound like? I mean, I know those are like the superfoods of like this supposed to make you feel, but like, do you think it's like a, they're stuffing them in chicken or something? Or no, it's like a, the whole. I'm so fly. No, it's a different. It's a new superfood that's a perfect alternative for lactose intolerance. And it people. sounds like fly was a clue. Yes. Yeah, it's so it's fly, so, so down, down to, to earth. earth. What's on the menu? It's so gross. Uh, do you think it's like... Is it the cockroach milk? Oh, yes. yeah. Nice. That's, That's your done. final answer. Wow. John, I am so glad Eddie and I could help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad a four-year-old let us yeah. their bell yeah, ringer. I, uh, we're going to uh, give you another lifeline just for that. That's right. Uh, <laughs> this is for the prize, John. Try to hang with us here. I'm going to give you a quote and a couple of answers. Tell me who said it. When you like a flower, you pick it. But when you love a flower, you water it daily. Aww. Is that Mahatma Gandhi, Georgia O'Keeffe, the artist, or the Buddha? Eddie is flailing his yeah, hands around. Yeah, I was going to say, John, if you're not sure, I believe we have a ringer in the, in the room. No, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's gotten me a couple times. He, okay. He's killed me a couple times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sweet redemption, bro. Sweet redemption. Sweet redemption. I love you, Eddie. You got to let me know, brother. It's the Buddha. And if it makes a difference, he is in here with his Buddha backpack. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And every time the Buddha's an answer, Eddie chooses the Buddha. (laughs) Thank you, Moira. That is true. Full disclosure. Watch it grow, He always chooses Buddha. Although I think he was mouthing Buddha before he knew Buddha was an answer. (laughs) That is correct. What do you think, John? What do you want to do, John? You know what? Eddie's killed me a couple times, like I said, but I'm going to go with Eddie. That's your final answer? Yes. You win! Yay. Yay. Nicely done! Yay. Congratulations, John! Down goes Frazier! Nice! Oh, that's Word very exciting. Oh, Isn't it exhilarating when they win? It is, and I feel like I played a big role. Oh, wow. man. I gotta admit, hey guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Scott's got a case of the gyms. Like, first three years we're together. Every time that's I look mean. over at Scott to kind of make a winky face at him, no. he's literally not looking at me. He's like specific. I can see him kind of like turning at just enough angle to be like, oh, I see you. No, I mean, it's just kind of funny because every time I'm like, ah, over here, you're just, he's looking, he's like, "Uh, what's that, Jack? Jack's not even talking. You're just like, I'm not looking at you, Eddie. Well, well, Eddie, I love you, but people don't make winky faces at each other. That's That's weird. not what they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm unless they're... Ma- oh, he's doing it again. Gonna... See, we're used to Eddie's right. winky faces, I guess. It's, it's That's a... like our own little hidden code. Winky. Well, uh, it wasn't so hidden. But, uh, I'm just right. a tool. Oh, Eddie. Yeah. Pinkman, do you have someone else Please. for us? Please. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go with the real Julie on line four. Oh, yeah. Oh. Thank you, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Hello, Hello. Julie. We have a, a true-false question for you. This comes from Brad. We want to thank him. For his work, here you go. True Thanks, or Brad. false? Lightning killed a dozen people in Florida in 2017, according to the National Weather Service. No, I already read that one. Go to the next one. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> At an average. <laughs> Sorry. I, I want to know what the answer is. Yeah, we no. didn't get the answer, though. We did. It was false, because oh. he got it right. Yeah. But, but what, is it two? Is it 20? It was only five. It's five. Oh, yeah. thank you, Jack. Okay, so here you go, Jules. A new one. At an average of $2,405, Los Angeles drivers led the nation in parking expenses in 2017. They led the nation about $2,400 for parking for the year. Is that true or false? False. 
All she Ooh, says, 200 bucks a month. Confident. This yep. is great. You thought she sounded confident? I yeah. did. All right, if you think that's confident. That's your final answer? Yes. It yes, is. you're right. They're Julie. third behind New York it's with over $5,000 and then Ugh. San Francisco for parking. 2800 yeah. $2, bucks for parking Ugh. San Francisco. I know. Yeah, it's more than your mortgage, you know. Makes you almost feel lucky about paying 15 bucks to go to Disney for the day. Oof. That's parking mm. over there? Ah, it's it's actually like 20 it's oh, not, yeah. oh. <laughs> All right, I don't feel so good anymore. Hey, Julie, you're moving on. The Brad's in the news. Ah, uh, yes. Brad's in the news. And here is your question, Julie. Um, I marvel at a Broward Sheriff's deputy who was arrested for shoplifting merchandise from a Walmart on three separate occasions while working in off-duty special detail. He's accused of swiping DVDs, including Fifty Shades Freed and Dirt, as well as other items. I figure the force was not with him. As they took action against him, what else did he take? Come on, on, Julie. You have a lifeline, or two of them together if you want it. Let's use the lifeline. Mm -hmm. All right, well, it sounds like the force was a pretty big clue there. It sounds like he's very rogue, Scott. Oh, what did he take? He's like a rogue one. What did he take? Uh, Maybe he took, like, a Star Wars CD. It does sound like I would say a Star Wars CD, if that's specific enough. It's almost Mm -hmm. right. A Star Wars DVD. Well, he said Marvel, but you said Marvel. They took action against him. So maybe Civil War? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You're getting farther away from the They're saying we need to be more specific about Empire Strikes Back? No, not that specific. Uh, Sorry. Star Wars? Yes. Star Wars what? The Return of the Jedi. No, no, no. Not not the name of a movie. Star Wars something he stole. What was it? Uh, The Star Wars Anthology. Uh, What was the last sentence there? I figure the force was not with them as they took action against him. Maybe, Scott, now that my brain is working, he was stealing action figures of the oh, Star Wars variety. Uh, uh, do uh, do your Yoda voice, Scott. Do your Yoda voice. Uh, action figures, you should guess. <laughs> That's your final answer? That's exactly right. Congratulations. Look at us, it's like Martin and Dean over here. Well, <laughs> fly but yeah all right congratulations Thank julie you, you are a winner no she's going on to the oh, final no. you're going on <laughs> this game is not over you got one. <laughs> no wow how do you guys make it seem so long it's brad's who said that Jackie. <laughs> here you go said. julie all you got to do is get this and then we'll try and get you a prize we're gonna get you there julie i guarantee we'll you. see yeah. nice here's your quote i have such a weird formal name it's kind of like an old lady name yeah who said that Gwyneth Paltrow, Margot Robbie, or Justine Bateman? I have such a weird name, a weird formal name. It's kind of like an old lady name. Gwyneth Paltrow, Margot Robbie, or Justine Bateman? Who said that quote? Let's say Justine Bateman. You sure you don't want a lifeline, honey? I want a lifeline if I have one left. Yes, yeah, you yeah, certainly yeah. do. Yeah, ahead, my fellas. thought is, who's, who's talking about Justine Bateman? Yeah. yeah. And then, Bateman. Or it's Justine Bateman talking about herself. Here's the thing. I think it sounds like more like Margot Robbie. I mean, Gwyneth's too easy. Uh, Gwyneth. I was going with Gwyneth. But, yeah, but uh, it's just... All right, you know what? Hold on. Think of it. Margot. I think Margot Robbie. No uh, one calls himself Margot. Julie, I think you should go with Margot Robbie. Yeah. Okay, Margot Robbie. That's your final answer? Yes. Congratulations. Yay! Yeah, was exciting. <laughs> How many oh, bells do you something. have? Oh boy. Where? Who's got a Tonka toy in there? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, good and great news. We've got time for one more. One I more. Think. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations, Julie. <laughs> Hold on, just a minute. She's now, a wiener. Oh, you have a new, your new player, Scott. You're oh, in charge. Oh yeah. Of you want to try that again? Okay. Let's try 
Vincent this time. Vincent, are you ready to play? I sure am. Okay, Woo! if you can't tell, that. the wheels have kind of come off the truck here. Yeah, so. that's correct. This is a, a Brad's true-false question. We'll start you off with this. Woo-hoo. In the week, in this week, in 1939, Warner Brothers released Gone with the Wind, the first all-color talking picture. Is that true or false? On this that week is- in 1939, Warner Brothers released Gone with the Wind, the first all-color talking picture. That is false. Is that your final answer? That's your yep. final answer? Yeah. It is false. Good for yeah. you. Uh-huh. On with the show in 1929 was, was the first The first, first full-length color. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. I know the lifelines didn't know I it. didn't think they knew it either. Right, the news stories ripped from the headlines. Let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Go ahead. Attacks around South American and Caribbean waters are growing. Sharks? Nope. No. Jellyfish? No. Nope. No. How about sparrows? Ha! Jack, you're right. Yet violence is increasing on the high seas involving fishing boats and private yachts. Roger that. Why are seagoers not so jolly nowadays? Oh, my God. That's long and a thousand clues. No kidding. Which means you should know it if you need to help out. Oh, yeah. Vincent, you got an answer? What do you think? Uh, Well, something about pirates. Yeah. Are you sure about that answer? That's your final answer? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your pirate attack. Yeah. Absolutely. Congratulations. Okay. Or... You know, if Jim was here, Eddie, he would say, settle down. Oh, he would. Sorry. Yeah, yep. he would. I know. Settle, settle, down, Eddie. Eddie. settle down, Eddie. Settle down, Eddie. Thank you, Scott. Okay. <laughs> I, I said it. Why are we thanking I'm Scott? Getting, I'm getting because more he ner- just said, <laughs> I'm getting more nervous. <laughs> yeah. No, pipe down, will you? All right. No, <laughs> seriously. Come on, guys. Three minutes. <laughs> I give We're it almost there. Three minutes. One right. at a time. <laughs> this is for the prize. Brad's who said that. I'll read you a quote. Three names. You tell me who said it. Here's the quote. It took me maturing a bit to appreciate him in the way I do now. Kelly is dope. I'm super proud of Kelly. Who said that? It took me maturing a bit to appreciate him in the way I do now. Kelly is dope. I'm super proud of Kelly. Was that Drake, Ruben Stuttered, or Ryan Seacrest? I'm definitely going to need some lifelines on that mm-hmm. one. I don't know, man. Rupert stuttered. What a great answer for a question, anyway. Do you know who that was? I, you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he was a singer, guy, 305. I, yeah, that guy. I like Drake is the answer there. You but, really? Yeah. What was the last one? The third? Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. I don't know. I'm thinking Ryan Seacrest because he works with Kelly. Unless you're throwing it off because of the Drake. Oh. I think you should stick with Drake because I think Ryan Seacrest is a throw off. Going with Drake. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, Vincent. We're, we're no help whatsoever. <laughs> I, let, let, me yeah. t- let me tell you this. Oh, yeah. I, it's yeah. not Drake. Oh, then it's okay. definitely. It's either Ruben Stuttered or Ryan Seacrest. I say, you know why? It's Ruben Stuttered because he lost to Kelly. Oh. What's her face? Clarkson? Yeah, he did. No, not Kelly Clarkson. That oh. was, uh, that was uh, no, uh, Ryan no, Giuliani. Ruben no, Ruben Stuttered won. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe yeah, he lost he to, no, it's that other girl. He lost to the guy who ran in the for office. All right, I'm going to go. Skinny let's kid. still go. Clay Aiken. That's it. Yes. I think. I don't know. All right, dude. <laughs> All right, so, Ruben, what are you guys a doing? a chance 0% of what we just said is true. All right, yeah. let's go with Ruben Stuttered. All right. Oh, yes. Once again, my children. It is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. And here we have to get everybody's long weekend picked (sighs) off right. He's got bells. He's got 
goofy smiles. He's creeping me out right now. Eddie the Shaman. <laughs> and my favorite, of course, Winky Face. Hey, you know something oh. brothers and sisters will love? That's one of the things you got to remember. If you want to let a brother in, you know, just let him know you care about him. Give him a little winky face. Just kind of give him that sly smile, a little winky. Like, hey, you're in on the ear on the inside track, little brother. Well, brothers and sisters of love, if you didn't notice, Scott and I are together on the air to celebrate our 22nd anniversary together. Now I know. I know. Black armband. Jim, this one's for you, brah. So, as I thought he's about not it. Dead. as I'm, No, 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 no. Oh. He's just out there, but he can't hear because he's not in the room, but I know he's listening. Oh, I don't know. Now, here's the thing you got to remember. First of all, the number 22. As you know, uh, Scott, 22 is one of the most powerful Eddie. numbers in numerology. It's, 22. 22 it's also years. two peace signs. Exactly. Mo, you are so picking up on the signals that is right in front of you. Double peace signs, man. 22, yo. Whoa. See, that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize it's a master number. And like the master numbers, you got to think, well, what are other things that we can master? Well, Scott, I don't know if you realize it, but on our journey, we've gone to many mystical places. Do you want to go to a couple with me? Absolutely. Eddie. All right, ready? <laughs> Everyone take a nice deep breath. <sighs> Let it go. <sighs> and remember three things. You must breathe, you must relax, and you must go. So first of all, where are we going to go? Hang on, what's that over there? Close your eyes. You can see it. It's a giant mountain. Ooh, there's a little old stone temple. Ooh, and there's a little man in there, and he's playing a beautiful Tibetan singing bowl. <laughs> now, as he strikes the bowl, you start to hear and feel the vibrations of the universe. Just like every Friday, now on Thursday, for 22 years, 21 and a half when you think about it, we have been getting together to hear the sound of the Tibetan singing bowl. And remember this, brothers and sisters of love, he is saying to you, sing your song. Do not hold your voice inside of you. Just like the birds sitting out there going, in the morning, you should be that bird at the top of the tree singing your song and hearing the sounds and the signs of peace, eternal Om. Oh. But as the distance clears, you see a medicine man. And the medicine man is dressed in many colors and many feathers, but you see he has a special item. What is that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a medicine rattle. Oh like my goodness. Rocks. It is. <laughs> And the great thing about it, these are the seeds of life, Scott, that have been held together inside the sinew-tied purse that is attached to the stick. Those are your stick. seeds of life? No, no, no. Oh, I wish. Oh, gross. my God. Wouldn't no, that you be don't so wish? beautiful? Oh, no. Sweet cosmic love juice. But anyway. Oh, my God. The wow. thing about it is this medicine rattle. Wait, what is it doing? The medicine rattle. Wait. It seems like, Scott, your, your cosmic love shield needs help. No worries. The medicine man is here. And with three shakes... He has now rebuilt your cosmic love shield. So now, not only do you hear the sounds of the Tibetan bowl, you hear the rattle, and now you know you are being healed. Oh, no, no, no. Ooh, wait, who's that over there? Who is that man? I don't know. Why? It looks like a happy man. So if we've already met another man, we've met a medicine man, and now here comes the... Man. The happy man, and do you know why the happy man is happy, Scott? I For think. he is singing his song, but it's not a song. It's actually a chest heart. <laughs> now, granted, maybe the song has no melody. Maybe the song has no lyrics. Maybe it has that one effect. Listen. Oh. Here we go. Right? What? Here it comes. Okay. What? what are you doing, Eddie? What, what you happened? Do you, I think you lost me there. Okay. What? 
It's not working. Is this a happy man? Yeah, this is like what Phil you do the Keno guy. You put your fingers on the backside and it yeah. makes like a whoa, 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 whoa sound, but it doesn't matter. The happy man is still happy because he is playing his song. So not only Tibetan bowl. Oh, oh my God. Jesus. Wait a second. And don't forget the happy that man. That sounds like a boxing belt. But wait. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, Here comes the rain. Oh. Here comes the rain. Here comes the sun. Now I know what you're thinking. Wait, but we already have rain. We need the rain. Have you seen our lakes? That's why, believe it or not, the rain man has come. And the rain man is saying unto you, blissful rain drop from the sky, rejuvenate the earth and my love. Because you know something, Scott? There's something about walking in the rain that just makes you feel like love. Isn't it true? It makes me feel wet. Wink, wink, wink. All right, now. Love juice, love juice. All right, so. Now I know what you're thinking. Wait a second. Oh, what you don't know that? what I'm thinking anymore. What is that sound? That, of course, is one of the greatest sounds ever. Hold on to your Scott, Scott. Oh. oh. That is the ultimate chime. That is the ultimate energy. And every time I strike it, it gets louder. And more importantly, it yeah. begins to I can feel it, Eddie. cleanse and reset and heal yourself so that every time you strike the chime, you are being rejuvenated. So not only do you have the bowl, not only do you have your rattle, not only do you have the happy, hey, happy man, and not only do you have your chime sound, make it better. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> and the rain. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, wait. There's oh, one no, last there man. Oh, Scott, there's, there's one, one last, last man. man. Oh, there he is. It's Eddie the Shaman. Hey, what's up, fellow rockers? It's me. I've been the one at the end of the journey the whole time. I know what you're thinking. Eddie, how did you do that? Multitasking. But the thing you have to really think about <laughs> It's the fact that the chakras, the mantras, the chi, the prana. Mm. Will I be doing this in this next time? Totally brutally, because you gotta remember, we are all under the same cosmic love shield, Scott. Oh, there is true. only one sun, there is only one moon, there is only one Scott Maxwell, there is only one Moira, there is uh. only one Jack Bra. Jack Bra. That's why I love him, because oh. he's my brother. Hey, nice. Jack Bra. And then, of course, Pinkman. Oh. Oh, hey. As the beaver. And now, <laughs> remember Ew. most importantly, oh. brothers and sisters of love, what? thank you to Jim Phillips for allowing me to be for the last 22 years. But don't forget, we have more to come. So make sure you stay tuned in. Remember, Jim. Who? I wanted to call him Jim. Oh. I'm just Jim. So uh, remember, Jim. Remember, Jim, that you must remember three things <laughs> uh, yeah. that will keep you going in this lifetime. Okay. And that is peace. Mm -hmm. And that is love. And most importantly, that is the Phillips file. Hey, Scott, you want some more chime? Absolutely, Eddie. That I like the high-pitched one. Where goes the happy man? He is happy. And remember, most importantly, dudes, peace, love, and the Phillips file. This one's for you, Scott. Shaka! Wow. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go oh, to the Scott. bathroom. I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> I, think, I feel good. I think Eddie had a child. <laughs> he gave birth to something. Or else he made in his pants. <laughs> whatever whatever it was, know. Eddie, it was beautiful. And let yeah. me tell you, sir, You're you beautiful. are beautiful. Oh, that's you have nice. an energy wow. that fills the room. I yeah. can second that. My wife just texted me. Hug Eddie for me now. See? See? Like he's ready so, for you know a what? mental In fact, in fact now, when I'm here, 
we're doing a new thing to end the show. It's group hug. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. so uh, that, that's, that's oh, how we're ending up one. every day. Pinky, you're getting in here. Thank you all for being with us today on a Phil's File. Jim will be back Monday, ready to go for another 15,000 miles. I'm Scott Maxwell. It has been a pleasure to be with all of you today. And you. Thank you for being here. You're awesome. It's wonderful. Thank you, Mo. It's great to be in here. Everyone, you're listening to The Phillips File on 104.1 WTKS. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Making sure we're on the same page, whatever the hell this is. I'm beating the crap out of the guy. I don't care if his junk touches me. Real Radio 104.1.